This week's episode is brought to you by Colt 45 and Bananas, Breakfast of Champions. Hey, what's going on? This is Tay, the former co-host of Keep It Basement with the Sweens. I see the boy Sweens done blew up without me. You are tuned in to Keep It Basement and Keep It Locked here. Yeah. More fire. Come on, man. I'm too Hollywood for this podcast. Yeah, I heard you tried to get bitches to the crib. That didn't work, obviously. And then your bum-ass intern, very unreliable and unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> Culture. I feel like I'm part of the hip-hop culture, but I don't know where I stand, and I feel weird about it. He's like, you should. Like, I'm like, 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 like marginal. All right, Sweeney, I'm going to see you later. Stay black. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's not so bad. There we have it, folks. Keep it, <laughs> Keep it basement podcast. Time to make my move. Sweet taste of victory like Oakless Manny. Damn, son, where'd you find this? Incredibly well. Yo, 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 yo. Yes, now shut up. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 are we live? Comedians are so gullible. I'll take that as a yes, because you're a fucking cuck. Or like literally everyone in general. Shout out to all our listeners. Like, we're keeping it basement. Like, the amount of times that, like, someone showed me an email. This is mine, this is mine. Fucking took my shit to come back. We got two, we need to water The amount of boy? time, yeah, the amount of time, like, people show me something or, like, thought, like, this was, like, an opportunity or whatever, and they were, like, getting hustled, and I had to, like, show them. Not that I'm street savvy myself. I mean, I'm pretty dumb. Very true. But, 
Like you just sent me that SoundCloud email thing that was like an automation of a robotic automation saying how you could like get followers or like follow that service or they want to put you on some like network. No, not followers. Yeah, they just want to expose your shit. Yeah, yeah, it's all bullshit <clears throat> and it's fake. I didn't it's send like it. To, I didn't send it to you. Show it to you. I like know. I'm I know. It, but retarded. a year ago, you admitted that you would have believed that. I then that that doesn't, that doesn't just ha- that kind of thing doesn't just happen in fucking entertainment. It's like you go and somebody knocks on your door and is selling you a fucking Jehovah Witness is selling you some shit. Like it's the same thing. I know, but I'm just saying, in life, people are very gullible, and it's really weird. Even on Instagram story, if I post, like, a joke, people literally think it's literally real sometimes, whatever whatever the well, case may be. No offense, but then that's their, just their fault for not being in tune with what we do. We fucking do jokes and memes and shit all the time. Like, who's going to take us seriously? Except for when we get inspiration on some, some episodes. I think having a music industry background and, like, hip-hop and seeing all that, how everyone looks for the snake move, like, everyone, you know how you say that, I kind of like look for the negative. Literally in the music industry and hip hop, everyone is looking for the snake in the room and then to cut them out because they're so used to being fucked over their whole life. A lot of people who are successful think this way, I'm telling you, because they don't know who's who and who's real and who's not. And the one wrong move you make, even if you're a nice, honest person, I've been there before, bro. They'll, you'll, you'll get cut out of the picture real quick. You know, well, so think- people don't know people's intentions. So in the music industry and hip hop, it's like cutthroat and snaky like that. So you know you're gonna get scammed, or you think it's a scam. And I feel like with certain things in early on of entertainment and comedy, you think everything's got an opportunity, everything's great for you, and a lot of times it ends up being a scam. So I think it's good to have a balance of the hip hop persona and the comedy stuff, and also like a business background. I'm not like hyping up myself. I'm just saying like in general, learning and evolving over time, you start to realize the bullshit. Well, I think some wildly successful people have gotten successful because they look for the positive in people. No, I know. Now, I try to do that, sure. but I actually don't. I look for whatever is most annoying about you is what I was I what I realized first. Plus, I'm already angry to begin with and get ticked off by little things. So, if you're really annoying, then it's more obvious to me than if you did something good, like I don't know, held the door open for me or something. I always look for the positive, even though you say I don't. But the thing is, I I don't want to see the negative, but I see like the. I'm like, ah, oh, here he comes, like the pitch. You know what I mean? You like, you talk to someone and then they hit you with that. You, you know, like something's starting to get fishy. And you're like, here we go. Dude, I do so I just don't want to waste the energy. With the pitch. I don't want to waste thing. the energy and the time management. I don't need that. I don't need this guy fucking and being annoying when I could just say no right away or just not get involved with that certain business or situation. You feel me? Yes, I feel you, but I'm very familiar with the same thing. It's well, like you stop getting, getting up. It's like getting up. asked to do a bringer show on the street. What the fuck is wrong? I keep getting my, my reminder notification. No, it's Snapchat, dude. It's a Snapchat notification. No, it's not Snapchat. I was talking about uh, in the comedy world, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of snakes out there and, and, and cucks and people who try to get you to do bringer shows or promise you this or promise you that. And a lot of people fall for it or they're just desperate for stage time, so they do it anyway. And it's not that hard to pick up on it after doing stand-up for... I would say an maybe, hour? yeah, I'd say maybe, maybe one or two open mics. Like you can see around the bullshit sometimes. If someone's asking you to pay 50 bucks to do a, to, for you to fucking do their show or asking you to bring 10 people to do their show and they'll give you a free tape or whatever. Sure. You could do it. It's not terrible. It's good stage time. Maybe a good crowd, but it's not going to be worth it in the long run. Someone for me who's been doing it for three years and I realized that very early on, like I'm completely for bringers. I'm not against bringers at all. It's great stage time. There's always a crowd because everyone, it's usually newcomers. They're bringing out a lot of people. Why the fuck wouldn't you do it? They'll usually book a pro on it who has some credits. I've never done one just because, A, I can't bring 10 fucking people out to see my shitbag jokes. No one wants to come. Exactly. (laughs) Two, 
uh, you're probably losing money at the end of the day. There could be some benefits out of it, like you get a tape and you could submit it places. But like we've said for the past however many episodes, not even that's not even necessary anymore. Just fucking use social media, like and do a podcast and do whatever else. You don't need to submit to a fucking uh, club owner anymore to get booked. You bring them something else, like a pla- like a podcast with ten thousand listeners every week. They're gonna book you off that most likely. And with music, it seems like <clears throat> a lot of pay me scams, like pay you, I'll get your following up, or pay you for SoundCloud things, or like even social media now. You could get fooled because some jerk off with a verified badge can send you DMs and say, "Hey, I could grow your business or whatever. I can make you this much money." I've I've talked to rappers on the low. I'm not gonna say any names. Up and coming rappers who got like, "Yo." You pay me this amount of money, I'll get your music played on this playlist, this Spotify playlist, and they'll send the money over like via, via PayPal, and then it will never happen. It's kind of like a girl who you match with on Tinder. is like, yeah, here's my cash app. Cash app me $50. See what happens next. Yeah, see what happens next. They unfucking friend you and block you on Snapchat. You don't get any nudes because they're <laughs> f- fooling you. That's what happens fucking next. I already saw what happened next. Are you speaking from experience? No, nah, but I know someone who has done that. I, ha- I would never pay 50 I would just jerk off and call it a night. No shit. Why and why are people and why who are paying for porn too? Like I would rather yeah pay for at least the real the real person, not some or fucking like a shady fucking <laughs> who the fuck knows. On I remember fucking everyone in high school would have a or every, people would have browser subscriptions and they'd pay like you know ten bucks a month or whatever for a browser subscription. I'm like I jerk off quite often and anytime I've looked up porn, it cost me zero. Why are you gonna pay for a browser subscription for I guess more premium content? You, you got can, full movies watch back then. You can, yeah, that you, was you a get the full time, movie dude. instead of the five minute bit that just gets reposted on like the porn websites. But it's like you even talk like a comedian five minute bit. It's a fucking porn a bit. Are you retarded? It's a five minute clip out of the full forty minutes or whatever. Yeah, dipshit, and it'll get reposted to six million websites. It's like who's paying for porn? I don't get it. People pay for porn. There's a whole thing. It's like pay for porn. It's like a whole fucking. I get the thing. premium shit if it's like one of your favorite whatevers and you want to see some girl finger blast herself, but I wouldn't even do that still. Or it's like, yeah, it's like paying for extra time on Tinder or Bumble or what is it, uh, Boost, so you could see who actually liked you before you liked them, shit like that. Yeah. I've never funny. done it's not worth it because it's like you're going to, you can still get that shit with just doing the standard <laughs> rate. The it's flat like buying rate. a drink at a bar maybe or just before the bar, there's Tinder and Bumble. But I don't know. There's always something going on with someone on that those apps. There's always a catch, I feel like. I, I have a lot of people who, uh, get ghosted it's not really the person the person ghosting you has the fucking issue it's not you why would they ghost you they hardly know you already yeah well it's like it's yeah you can compare that to like people like getting snaked at fucking bars and clubs and shit because when drinks are so expensive it's like you get fucked up before you even leave the house that way you get to buy one or two drinks yeah those open bars are expensive shout out to barco by the way though i'm looking forward to open bar at a wedding i'm coming up going to but cheap fuck not gonna be in love with the people who are there Cheap fuck, yeah. Cheap fuck. <laughs> Coming from the guy who, listeners out there, r- messaged the person who was running the event and said, look, I don't drink. Can I not pay this uh, extra fee and, for an open bar? And what happened? <laughs> I was an innovator and it fucking worked. And you weren't even... And, and, the, and then you weren't even going to go to the to the party and you ended up going. And I promoted Keep a Basement in all the interviews because yeah, she laughed at the email and liked it. And Tell I said, her to maybe a future sponsor as Hoboken bar that it was. And, and, fucking and get she us some laughed bitches. and she said, Your email made me giggle. So there I am, charismatic and people and like people like me because I'm funny and entertaining. So it did fucking work, dipshit. And I didn't have to pay because all these other people were coming and going to have to pay. And I was the fucking innovator who they had to use wristbands now if they were drinking or not. That the whole party had to wear wristbands. Shout out Dick Cow, happy thirtieth birthday. They weren't even trying. They weren't even looking. I could have definitely drank and if I was a scumbag, but I'm a good person with good intentions. So we I also don't drink, so it was a win-win. Yeah, I mean, I don't drink to black out and look like a retard exactly, but I would have a few, one or two if it was a, the right situation. One or two Stellas if it was the right situation. <laughs> you are yeah. a loser. Oh <laughs> and I was God. DD. And I don't drink to black out either. I just the drink. Well, a lot of these open bar derelicts like, do. 
No shit. I never got the concept. How are you going to get pussy through that? You, you're not even functioning. Your dick's not going to work. And how can you even conversate with a girl anyway? Yeah, girl and be intellectual. Yeah, that's real fun. And you I wake up, you know what's going on. Hey, you got an STD. Hey, hey, how you doing? I don't even know you. Oh, we blacked out. Oh, I'm going to do it once again because I'm not confident enough to talk to you when I'm sober or tipsy. Oh, okay, cool. Well, we're we're not confident enough to do it either way. So <laughs> I'm more confident when I'm drunk. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I've, I've never even I've never hung out with you drunk, so I wouldn't know if you the difference from one way or the other. Not really much. Kind of same. I guess I don't know. Craig Carton got three years. That's it. Got there uh, 42 months and three and a half years probation after that. Uh, three years in jail. Three and a half years in jail, and then when he gets out, three years probation. That ain't bad. You think he'll be back on radio? I think he. They was. were saying, "Will the, will the fan will rehire him when is when is all done?" They don't know. They didn't. They didn't respond, but they would do it. And then some, somebody else got. All right. Didn't somebody something else happen? Uh, I got this funny situation. <clears throat> a friend of mine was like, "You should pay for an interview to have someone on." Oh, shit, my phone blacked out. I thought it automatically stays. <laughs> you should pay for an interview for what? Can you shut the fuck up? A friend of mine was like, you should pay for an interview to have someone on your podcast. And I was like, pay for an interview? What? Because, like, who am I, DJ Vlad? Like, DJ Vlad will interview, like, a a cop in the Tupac Biggie case or a gang member and probably pay them, or, like, an R. Kelly survivor, or, like, Takashi 69 Baby Mama, because, like, no one's really going to get them on a radio platform, and they don't really want to tell their story, so... He'll pay to have them tell it, and then he'll be like, yeah, it's a big audience, yada, yada, and he'll get that money back because he gets a lot of money on YouTube. But if you're up and coming, or even if you are a good podcast or fucking radio show or video platform, YouTube, I don't care if you're an amateur radio personality or some shitbag media person. You don't pay for interviews. That's not common at all. Trust me. I've done over like 100 or 200, 300 interviews with people throughout my lifetime, and I've never paid for a fucking interview. It never came into conversation. Every famous person I interviewed has never charged me, and that never came up. Um, however, I do provide. I, I do believe that you're providing value both parties because if you're on a college radio station, like I got a lot of big interviews when I was just starting out, which is actually kind of wild. It's like a Benjamin Button effect. I actually interview less important people now, not to be a dick. I'm just saying, like I would interview big people when I was starting out, and I never asked. They never asked me for money, but they probably liked that it was a college radio show. It was also all over the phone, and maybe no, some in person too. And then, and then, maybe the fact is that they thought, oh, well, we could get a we could get a college speaking thing engagement. They were having books or other things like that. And also, when you interview someone through a college platform, it's always great because of yeah. education it looks good. But other than that, no one is charging for interviews. Like I've never heard of that in my life. It might be some new clout shit with these rappers, maybe. But like a friend who's not like in a media industry or anything like that, just some friend of mine was like, yo, you should uh, pay for to get people on to do interviews. Like, I understand if the guy's coming from somewhere or the girl's coming somewhere far, pay for the Uber or, like, give her a gift, like, or provide gifts, like, how some of our guests do, which is cool. Shout out, Corey, closing Corey. But <laughs> there's no such thing for paying for interviews, believe me, in the media world, unless, I, like I said, it's like a retired L.A. cop who you're going to get on to talk about some Biggie Tupac situation or or R. Or, or R. Kelly survivor or a Takashi 69 baby mama. But you're not going to pay your favorite rapper to do an interview or your favorite personality, or an actor or a comedian. It's just not how it works. It's like unprofessional, and it's not really common at all. It's actually kind of whacked, if you ask me. It's whack, son. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't interview people, but I guess I wouldn't. <laughs> no, but like he did. She didn't even say like he charges for interviews. But like I don't know if she knows that that's not a really common practice in media. Because even if it's a low grade. So this is what the thing is. Even if it was like a low-grade shitbag show, not like us. We're not shitbags. Locker said, don't say we're shitbags. 
So, so like, save it was like a low grade show. It was like one of your first co- interviews or whatever. Like he could still do the interview and get exposure because it just looks it's a good look for him. Like he's helping out the community. He's also practicing his story. Remember I said how people come on, they tell their story, they want to hear the tell their story, write books or have podcasts. They like doing interviews. Like Mickey Gall could have been practicing other big interviews, you know. Yeah, but someone who is a you know, say a rapper, whoever is more like is going to say yes to an already established personality, whatever, and they're going to no be shit. riskier with you because they don't we don't really know who you are. Yeah, and also you could ask stupid questions or whatever. But yeah. if they have the time, like those guys from Barstool, and they schedule the thing, you could do the interview. But the only thing is, you they're not going to charge you, you're, everything like that. But they're not going to promote it if you're a small change. They're not going to promote anything. You could send them the interview a hundred times. They're not going to promote it. They're not going to help you out. I was interviewing these big names before social media was really popular, like was popular, but it wasn't like popping, popping. And they're not going to promote it on their page or promote it on their story. There wasn't even such thing as stories back then, but they're not even going to promote it on their story or anything. You're lucky if they do. That way, I could see them saying, hey, I charge a so-and-so fee, like $500, you promote this under $1,000, and you could pay that. I see it on social media a little differently because people make money off social media and they their ads and sponsors, they pay to play. Like Those sponsors will pay someone to post something, so they'll do the interview, but they're not going to promote it fully. So you might have to pay that way for it. I've never have done that either, but people I know people who have done that. Where say if they're interviewing a big name, that guy will want a certain amount of money to promote that interview, or if he, even if he accepts that, because a lot of times you got to go through another business manager, or he might not even put that on there because he doesn't care about that interview and you're a lower platform. But that's the only way you're going to pay for an interview. If you get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I get it. I wouldn't pay for an interview. I I, I don't really uh, like. I used to interview like athletes and shit when I was like in college and shit for like a for fucking school and stuff. But like I would never. Uh, I was never uh, interviewing anyone. I've interviewed a few comedians too. Even before I met you, I would interview some comedians for some websites and stuff. I'm and sure it was, it was like, great. Hey, how about you fucking read my article since I can actually you know write a comprehensive sentence and then not fucking have forty five spelling errors and miss typos? You fucking idiot. Um. Yeah. Uh, hey guys, uh, have Mike Sweeney send you an email and just uh, read that read that out for you. Actually, here's sense. a good uh, here's a good one for everyone who's a little bit like me. Just text to type the fucking email, bro. Legendary. Just talk it in your phone and send it in your email. It works. You don't need all that MLA format shit. <laughs> Fuck it. MLA format, something you'll never ever use again. That was a fucking crock of shit. Or work cited page. Or geometry. Or statistics. Or physics. Or chemistry. Or pretty hey, much hey, anything. Hey, you my learn English in teacher, why don't you stick your work cited page up your fucking ass, all right? Oh, bibliography. I get a hot dog of ship years. I remember the bibliography. I get a hot dog of ship years. <laughs> what the hell's that from? I get a hot dog of ship years. <laughs> <laughs> I used to say that to people randomly. <laughs> I get a hot dog of ship years. Shit, shit up your ass? I get a hot dog. Shove it up your I ass? I shit up your ass. Yeah, but why are you doing that? That makes I no get sense. a hot dog. I ship yes. <laughs> Mike, I got a lot of boys and tube sticks. I got a hot dog. I ship yes. <laughs> you are fucking psycho. Shout out Joe Sweeney. Um, what else? Um, We're doing our classic keep it basement Friday night content in the rain because we don't get laid. Go. That's so funny. I was saying women <laughs> listen to this now. Definitely not getting laid because I had a girl was like, oh, you send fake dick pics. And I'm like, ah. Oh. I'm like, no, I don't. I used to. I turned into a leaf. That's great. Make now sure I send you... fake ad picks. Make sure she's <laughs> listening to every episode. Yeah, Lord knows you definitely need fake ad picks. <laughs> uh, you're pretty fat, buddy. I will <laughs> fucking kill you. I know I'm not in shape. Rolls. But I would love to have your stick. Racks on racks on racks. Rolls on rolls on rolls. I'm going to have a couple But yeah, women listening now, definitely not getting laid. But I feel no, like... No, no, no. That's... 
it's not that we're not getting laid. We're just not pursuing. And We'd rather put I know, out content for I know. the future. That way, in 10, you. 15 years, we're you know making money and doing what we love. That's the thing, though. Are the women really liking us for our true selves, or is it hyped up fame versions because we don't get pussy now? Locker said, remember that one clip? You're we should getting... stop saying that. We should probably stop saying we don't get pussy. I know, because we can, and we do. <laughs> like we not often, do, but we do, yeah, and we can often. definitely get more. It's kind of just we don't, but like hyped up versions. You got to know, like sometimes when we say we don't get laid, we're kidding a little bit, but it's kind of true because technically we feel like we should be getting laid more than we do. But in this area that I'm in, I know that a lot of people don't get laid, and more, people get laid more in the city. Yeah, we're also out in or the suburbs where it's fucking shitty. Like you got to go down the shore, have your own place, or whatever. But yeah, we should. We are talented enough where we should be moving on to city areas in the next couple of. Years, but I'm me months. But, I would like you. But to, I'm uh, saying you know, anyway. I'm just saying like the hyped up version thing where we exaggerate a little bit about the late stuff. It's kind of funny, but people actually believe it. Like I said, gullible people like or people who like don't get the jokes. Like I got girls talking to me and like you get laid. What are you talking about? And then like other ones like you haven't got laid in this long. And then like the other girls like talking about like titties and nudes and and like bumble. Like people are like listening. I don't know if they're listening to full episodes, random girls or randos, but they're following Keith Basement and they're following me Please and listen. they're interactive about it. So now it's like you kind of have to watch what you say in a weird way because it could be used against you. Well, yeah, or it's like when you it, I don't think it's helping. It, I don't think any of my content has ever helped me get laid unless I like interview someone like, oh, he knows someone, so maybe I'll fuck him for to meet that guy. But I don't know. I really think it's not helping. I don't care. I like, but who cares? I like to keep not that I get laid every often at all, but I like to keep that shit not out on display anyway. I do like to make yeah. jokes about it. Or it's like when you get the passive aggressive joke from a friend who is like, you don't get laid and then there's like someone else in the room so now they don't think you get laid although you might, like, they might have no idea. They have know, no I've idea been... about that life of yours because you try to keep it private. And then it's like, oh, now they're like, oh wait, now this guy, you know, now ex Mike or so-and-so doesn't get laid, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, maybe I do often, not often, it doesn't really matter. Like it's, you know. That's happened to me a lot and, uh, then the people realize that I got blowjobs, so now the whole joke <laughs> with my friends is that all I get is blowjobs, but it's not really true. So it's like, not a bad thing. It is true. Like people perceive that in the crew, so it can hurt you. If like say if there's like a girl visiting her friend and the friends friends of you, right. and they come through and they hear all the inside jokes and right. they really believe that, which is like yeah. really not true. But but, it's like, a, but then it could also be the flop to where it's like, what if he gets? What if you? What if you are you know are getting laid every single night and then the girl is like, oh, is he fucking that much? It's kind of like they don't want either one. They want yeah. to. That's well, why you prefer. That's you why you want to keep it. That's why you want to keep it anonymous. Really, you don't want them to think I never got. Nah, laid. You probably rather think that you get pussy than you don't. But not every night. Girls like guys who get p- pussy. Very true. But if it's a good girl, you like a good non whore girl. Even non whores like it. That. I feel like now. I, well, I we have no way of confirming that. Um. But I don't know. If how about if uh how quickly if a girl's asking girl, let you let me see your titties. Girl, let me see your Sorry, Sweeney's contemplating if he should post an Instagram story about him girl, asking to see, see a girl's titties, titties because they're not wearing bras or whatever. It was a funny joke, but I feel like girls will actually think I'm gonna get me too. The selfie video is hilarious. Hashtag me too. What selfie video? That one. Dude, I'm saying, especially the girls that I would imagine that follow the keep a basement are not very like into the me too feminist, whatever. They don't really care. Those are Show the, show the camera. <laughs> nah, I can't be doing that. Um, when if you're say if you're talking to a girl and she asks, is it, that's one of the girls we follow? I'm sure that you <laughs> stalk her page every five seconds, like you do every other girl. Page, idiot. Are you uh, if they, when a girl asks you what you do for work or spare time, like hobbies, whatever, are you Masturbating. are you immediately delving into how uh, we have the Cuba Basement brand and we're trying to make uh, content and podcasts and videos? My Schultz, my first Schultz interview, I was talking about that how. 
and we both agreed. He agreed that comedy doesn't help him get laid because it shouldn't help. It shouldn't help you get laid. You should be getting laid anyway. I know, but he was saying that actually hurts him in some cases. This is when he wasn't as big, but he was still pretty big when I first interviewed him. I would say he, t- he I think he's got I think great momentum. Always known what he. What but anyway, he, he was saying how like because you the things you talk about, some people aren't accepting of that on stage and don't want to be part of the joke and think they will be. So that hurts you with women for dating, and then also. Just that you're a comedian, the perception is that you're traveling all the time and probably fucking random girls, which could possibly be the case. I wish. But some girls might not like that, so it's not in your favor. Because also, another thing is they might not even like you for who you are. They might like you for your fame or what you think they are. Yeah, but what if you're, you're like a different like person? low level? It's like, do I really want girls knowing I'm out there doing shitbag open mics? I know? mean, you have to have the confidence, and clearly you don't. I don't think it helps that you don't have confidence. I think you'd rather have the confidence than don't. I mean, you wouldn't want to fake it like a loser. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but I know I do have the confidence. <laughs> I, do tell, I do tell girls I do stand-up comedy. Yeah, that's it's, good. It's out on my Instagram now. Like It's out there. It's that's good. It, Facebook, it, it took like, you long enough. I mean, it, it, I was the same way. It's at the point things. where it's like, hey, look, I'm I mean, doing this long enough, and I want to continue to do it so it's like fuck it if they don't want to if a girl wants to stop you know being involved or talking because of that i'll, I'll be like all right she wasn't going to be right anyway so fuck it. i do yeah exactly I'll tell them i doubt they'll do that some will like it and some won't some might like well hopefully this is just a hobby for me as a day job because i know they don't make any money others might think it's really cool and and, and tell you to follow your passion and dream those would be the yeah or the ones who will say it's not really logical to be a comedian even if, if it's you hob- me. even if it's a hobby do you think so it's really not logical off. to be a comedian because like you could do YouTubing. You could do podcasting. Yes, when you beat this like a dead horse. I know, but I'm we just know saying. You, we know you want to do comedy, but you don't have the balls to, so you're trying to do other outlets. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I give people credit who do comedy. I'm just saying, and definitely have good, they have the balls, gonads, vagina, women, they're still tough. Anyone just has a great mindset. Uh, trans have, you know. And um, just like, just to have that motivation, inspiration, and just guts to go up there and do it, and the grit, definitely appreciate that. But I'm saying is, if you're going in to do comedy, it's like not logical. Like, let me talk on a mic and try to make a career out of it. But you also jump to the conclusion that everyone like you is trying look- to make a career out of it immediately. Maybe they just like to do stand-up. True, but I just, well, I don't understand that factor. I guess It's like liking to it. go to the fucking gym after work. I hate going to the gym. I'd rather go do stand-up, even if it's for two people. It's not well, that hard to I guess comprehend. that's what it means. Like, maybe it's not some people's true passions, but it's their gift, so they're good at it, so they do it. Because remember, Steve Harvey was talking about how if you have a gift at something, like you're not, you don't like cutting grass, but his friend cut grass and made money off that landscaping company. So he made a business. You might it. not exactly love stand up, but you could like c- comedy or make people laugh or not know much about stand up, but it could be your gift to make people laugh. You get what I'm saying? And I was growing so up, I'm just I saying I don't up, understand the gift, logical. I grew up with that perception where it's like I think I I'm good at this and I like doing it. A lot of people will never discover their gift. What if you're? Exactly. I've said this to you before. What if you're a great you know lawyer and you'll never know because you're not going to pursue it. Well, it's not exactly like that. Like, it doesn't have to be a specified fucking career. Like, the purpose... Oh, or, that was an example. But, like, I don't understand. You like helping people. That You could be a lawyer. You like helping people. You could be a manager. It doesn't have to be, like, an exact pinpointed fucking career. It's, like, what you're good at. You like making people laugh? Oh, you could be a YouTube guy. You like making people laugh? You could be a comedian. You like making people laugh? Oh, you could do this. Blah, blah, blah. True. It's, like, doesn't exactly have to be, oh... You, you could do sales. My purpose in really life was to be an attorney, blah, 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 make seven figures because of that reason. It, it could be, like, oh, I like helping people out. I like helping people who are innocent out or i like helping the law it, it could be a fucking million things the guy like i said he just liked that business he was great at cutting grass or like good at great great at cutting hair but it wasn't his like main ultimate passion he had other passions but they turned into hobbies because he wasn't successful at it then it's like, also the passion steve harvey can... liked uh connecting with people like doing tv shows like comedy like there's all fucking hundred things radio too. yeah i know and he used radio tv but then there's also like the that. then there's also the it's, passions it's, it's you thing. can pursue where 
you, maybe you're not even really that good at it. You just get some breaks and get lucky, and you make a career out of it, and yeah. you never even meant to. Yeah. Because that's how But you got to do what you love at the same people. time, but it's tough because some people say, like, sometimes your passion doesn't make you the career and your gifts. So I just kind of help put the two in, like, a little, little like, uh, circle graph thing, whatever the hell it is, and I just think, all right, what am I good at and what do I love to do and just try to balance between that. Yeah, like, look at, like, doctors and surgeons out there. You know how you go to years and years of school, you become a great doctor, a great surgeon, whatever. But, like, you never really hear that many stories about, like, a, a surgeon or a doctor fucking up a thing. So it's like, like, a comedian will go on stage, uh, uh, say a successful comedian will go on stage and bomb one night. But then if, what if a surgeon goes and fucks up somebody's eyes and, they, and they're permanently blind? Like, why is that, like, not a thing? It's like you're guaranteed to be good happens. at it if you go to school for it for eight years? I don't know. But remember what academics are saying, how doctors could go to school for all those years and then they lose the money and there's a guy who could not even go to college and just do a trade, make 40 thousand each year and then it'll be caught up yeah so like for instance there's a guy who's caught who doesn't go to college and he makes forty thousand a year while you're in school for seven or ten years or whatever eight years longer and he's just caught right up it's kind of like a gamble and risk school is actually people think it's like it is a privilege and everything people think like oh you got to do it you should do it. it's more of a fucking risk and gamble like i'd actually rather have someone if i was younger and knew i didn't like school how much money is college two hundred thousand dollars Give me a two hundred thousand dollar loan. Didn't Trump get like a million dollars? Millions of loans. Million, yeah. Give me a two hundred thousand dollar loan. Let me try to create a business. I think. Yeah, I, yeah that's fi- really smart, actually. I don't know if you're kidding or not. No, I swear to God. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, if especially if you, if you, you know a, what you're doing. Especially you're if you come from a life where you're like parents had money so they can just pay for your college, not taking out loans. But people would never do that because the safe bet, and then the yeah. safe bet is a nine to five life, and yeah. it's just like ah oh, fuck. Yeah. Some people don't even like that. It depends who you are. I don't think everyone's meant for school, and I definitely wasn't meant for school. Some of these, a lot of these fuckers, like but I, I know from my experience, people. I work with them. A lot of these fuckers were meant to nine to fives. They're just like not even that you're meant for it. Once you start doing it long enough, it just becomes a routine. It's like, all right, you know, I, I'm good at, it. I'm personable. I can send emails. I can do, do do good at sales. Make clients laugh. Persuade people. Bullshit people. Overcharge them for stuff, and mm. and make money off of it. You know, go go to happy hour after work and not want to blow your brains out and stuff like that. So See, I, yeah, I was thinking if like say if I don't have the balls to do comedy or if it doesn't work out for radio podcasting and whatnot, like the behind the scenes thing would be management. Like fuck it, I'll line it all up. I'll line up everything on the table that I'm good at and I'm passionate about because I like helping people. It's the same realm. I think you should like maybe management, management or like PR, like being everyone a, could be a comedian's agent easily. Everyone says that even by, way back in the day. Like you get, should find an outlet get, to get, like work get, somewhere. Get this kit for public relations. People would always yeah. say I'm great for PR yeah. and like bettering people's business or careers, but like. Think about that though. There's people who do both. Like Charmaine's a radio personality. There was a time where he was in the music industry helping artists, and he still does behind the scenes. And he help he like he helps putting people on. That's the thing with you comedians. That's why I never got you guys like putting yourself on. And it seems like it's very stubborn and all about yourself. Not knocking. I'm just saying it looks like that. And for me, what I get fucking a hard on for like you get hard on for making people laugh and the euphoria. I love connecting with people. I love having someone come and talk to me and promoting their business. I love helping other people, putting them on. Like I would love to produce shows, and I don't even care if I'm on it. I would love to be on and do the interviews. I know I can do that, and I'm talented, like Wayne's World style. Shout to Wayne's World, a great movie. But I would even I wouldn't even be mad at the fact of working as a producer for somebody else or creating content and helping everyone else get on. Like I don't care about just myself. That's why when I do interviews, I like being in the picture in the spotlight. But I like giving the spotlight to somebody else. Like I love throwing the assist to people. I was just talking to somebody who heard something about how I love handing assists out. Like I don't care about should, scoring fifty a night. Comedians, sh- I guess they were talking in first person. Like comedians shouldn't be looked at, or they don't like when they're looked at as being selfish. Because a lot of comedians they are, are seem to be though. selfish. Because hey, you get on stage, lights are on you. The uh, whatever you says go- say goes. Blah blah. But they were kind of playing it the other way, where it's like, hey, I'm gonna, I want to take what I have to entertain you for the night and make you. 
make your night out worth it. Not necessarily like, hey, I'm the best out here. You have to watch me the whole time. It's kind of like it's a lot of like, people hey, think let me number see two. If I can, option number two, they think like that. Let me the see best if I can here. help you out and uh, and and make you laugh. And I, even if I don't even make that much money or sell out the show, I'll still feel fulfilled at the end of the night. And I'm definitely in the latter. So that's that's another two way street where it's like you know some people some people have clouded minds and it's either. Like there's a two there's two what's that fucking saying? There's two sides to every whatever. I don't know. I probably made that up. But like there's uh you know it's like it's like it's like politics, conservative to liberal. There's a there's an A and a B to everything. So it's like some people are gonna think you're and there's a, a there's three sides scumbag, to every story. And some people are gonna think you're a confident, uh, funny person who just wants to help people. Hey, you I, could look at it as a I comedian like as just some, being someone who wants to help people. The, Maybe somebody comes out and sees your show, and they're thinking about killing themselves, and they see your show, and then you they laugh. They, or they, they kill, laugh or you're so night. bad, you, they kill themselves. Well, that would be fucking if you went on stage and me. But no, because I mean, I'm entertaining. I'm better than you. I'm just kidding, it, but I am. No, but here's the thing. Not like stand up. Like the thing. Bit. The thing. What I don't get is like when I want to when I talk and tell a story or make people laugh. I want a reaction. Yes, but I want someone to talk back, and I want to hear what they have to say. That's why I like you should be doing questions. more solo shit. That you shouldn't be relying on me. I'm talking about fucking like I don't understand the concept of stand-up comedy because if I went on stage I would want a reaction back and I want people to t- I want to be interactive like I like uh, the whole radio feel the whole podcast feel is interaction it's okay. connecting with somebody I feel like you're lonely then up stop there. worrying about doing stand-up no. it is lonely that's one of the biggest stigmas you go on the road you're doing clubs every no, weekend by yourself you're lonely this guy's not getting the fucking point like I'm not talking about the whole fucking hey that. retard I'm if talking about going up if there's up. bright lights on your face in front of 500 people you're not gonna be fucking lonely well, are you retarded? You're not. You're not. You get mad they're if someone heckles back. They're laughing. They're gonna be laughing. They're not. At they're you. not saying anything back to you though. They're laughter like, is the response. I'd I'd rather have laughter and then also like no shit. blah 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 talking about like life and shit or whatever. Okay, you know that's I mean? not for you. I mean, it can be for you because people still do that. They go on the road with podcasts and there's an interacting podcast. Yeah, you do live podcasts. There's also thousands and thousands of podcast hosts out there who are not comedians. They're just people. And there's the people who are comedians as well too, though. No shit. And I'm funny though. I think. It's a, it was more of a comedian thing. Like the the innovators, the Godfathers were in the entertainment world are, are comedians. Your Corollas, Rogans, Kevin Smiths, they weren't just like you know construction workers. Like, hey, let's do a podcast. It's kind of like it's he a was a construction worker. Who <laughs> Corolla? Yeah, I know. So was um. Anthony you just said they're not like they're construction workers. They weren't when they started the podcast, idiot. <laughs> They were already in the entertainment world. No, but he started on radio, Corolla. Thank you. I'm very well aware. And then he did comedy, but it was the main thing. He likes interaction too. He was saying, but you, I guess, the laughs are interaction. He he started. He started. What radio? You're not getting anyone listening back. I don't here. know if you knew this you're about just, Corolla, but before before radio, he started in ske- in fucking uh, sketch comedy. I don't know if you knew this. Not sketch was, comedy. Improv. He, was he Jimmy took Kim- classes. He took classes at, at the ground like second city. He was Jimmy Kimmel's boxing coach, and that's how he got on yeah. for radio. But he did comedy. Radio was so much more easy. Else. You could drive to a radio station and just. Walk in and try to. He did improv up. comedy before before radio. Yeah, but he he did other things too. He doesn't even. Kimmel do, started radio. Does he do stand up comedy now? I don't I don't think he's ever in stand up comedy, but I think Corolla. I think it says he's like a com- he's a comedian, but he started with improv. Do you comedy. consider that a comedian then? As we Im- he used to take improv classes. Yes, I consider it a comedian. That's Will Ferrell. That's half of the famous people who came out of SNL. Will Ferrell, fucking uh, people say he's Jimmy, trash. Uh, no, Jimmy was a stand up. Um, Jimmy Kimmel wasn't stand up. Jimmy Fallon was a stand up. Uh, Will Farrell was improv. Christian Wig, fucking Horatio Sands, all those guys. Will Arnett, Chris Parnell, they weren't stand ups. Then you had your Spades, your Sandlers, your, you know, Jason Sudeikis, sketching improv. Then you went, you essentially get into movie acting inevitably, like Will, Will Farrell. That's like the dream acting career. Um, and then you have the stand up comedians who also get into movies of Adam Sandler, who's hosting SNL on May 4th, by the way. 
That should be really good. So that's really interesting. So they considered like people who are stand up. Yeah, I've told when I first met you, and then Remember numerous you, times on the podcast, you have some sort of stigma that you're only a comedian if you do stand up. I've heard people say there's that. A million I've heard people say they're that. wrong. Hundred percent wrong. There's a there's probably hundreds, but I'm saying that off the top of my head, five to six different forms of comedy that I can think of. You yeah, got sketch, in, you got improv, you got stand-up, you got hard. videos, you got fucking radio, podcasting. It's really all the same shit. You ain't a main attraction in hip-hop if you're white anymore. Well, you never really were, but there's still people doing it like Rude Jude, Rosenberg, Rory. Um, L- little something. No, I'm talking about like the media personality side. Oh, yeah, and also, it's like you can never sh- showcase your talent. Like You could help put people on. You could just make it just as much money, though. You could help put artists on and people on, which I like doing. But you can't show t- showcase really any entertainment skills. But you still could get a bigger following than some comedians. It's very interesting. That's why all this analytics shit's cool and whatnot. But at the end of the day, you got to know your purpose. Like even like Nipsey Hussle, I was looking at a lot of his interviews. He said you got to like meditate with your purpose and know who you are. That that is important because a lot of people go through life and don't know who they know who they are. Like there's a difference between you don't know what job you want and don't know who you are. You got to figure out who you are, but you always got to keep evolving. Like a lot of people don't know who they are. I don't always know who I am either. I know but, who I am. Like I do, but I don't. But like with careers and stuff, it's different. It's hard, and no one really knows. It, it seems like if you don't have a right purpose, you could do an odd jobs forever and not like what you do. Yeah, I think that's. Probably ninety percent of the world. I, I know, and they don't teach these things in uh, college. Oh, or it's, you talk to it's a to system. A pair, to someone born in the fifties, they're gonna be like, it's the dumbest thing I ever heard. I was talking to my buddy who's who's now like mid thirties or whatever, and he was saying he wished he could go back in time to when he was in high school and he'd be a millionaire by thirty if he knew what he knew now. Everyone says yeah. that though, but it's very interesting. They would take back time, be younger, learn everything they did, and be a millionaire. I Everyone says they get involved in real estate and also learn their passion and stuff, but if it didn't work out at a certain time, like kind of like a Corey approach, like you stop rapping and stuff, then you start making money. Something and he like said that. he stopped because he wasn't really into it. I think you're. Yeah, it was I like think too who much. you like are anal- is what you want to do. We we crave too much about the analytics and stuff and views and whatnot, but like fuck it, like that's important to see what people like. But if we can't dictate that as success, even if we blew up and hate it, we're doing it. It would kind of be like lame, you know, and whack. Like mm-hmm. we hate what we're doing, but we're getting views and paid for it. Like it's better than doing like a desk job, but at the same time, you gotta really be who you are. Look, we're not making any crazy money, and I'm ecstatic that I decided to do this shit and comedy. If what if I if I had never gotten into stand up comedy, I probably wouldn't be doing a podcast and trying to make videos and trying to make people laugh yeah, as could much. Be. But mo- most likely not, maybe not, or I would have you know pursued. I wanted to be a fucking sports report, sports writer, and I was gonna go do that. You would try great. to do that. I'll fucking kill you. I'm being what the fuck. I'm <laughs> trying to fuck? compliment you. Well, you gotta have better. Sentence. You have better confidence because when I compliment I do have com- you, you I fucking have diss me every time I compliment you. That means you're not used to the compliment. Definitely not used to compliments, but I also can't tell when you're serious or not. You did the same thing to me when I just did the thing where I said that's a great idea, the two hundred thousand dollar loan thing, and you, you didn't believe me you either. So make it's fun the same of me. thing. Yeah. I know, and you always make fun of me. Well, a lot of times, it's the same thing. Well, a lot of times I'll clue you in on some. A lot of times when I'm reflecting on somebody and certain things, I felt that way too. So that's how I know. That's how I'm really personable, good with communicating with people and understand people, is because they deal with the same shit. Like I, I thought that too. Like, oh, you're dissing me and kidding? Because a lot of times you people don't want to compliment you unless like I get more compliments from fucking strangers. Than my friends, you know what I mean? Oh, hundred percent. That's Same. the way it works. Yeah. I feel like in anything. That is, yeah, I think yeah. Because they're they're just the friends are already, We've talked yeah. about this last episode. The friends are already there. They're gonna be their day ones. They're gonna be with you regardless. Yeah, I mean, they. Like I've, I don't, I've have I have. Randomly I have numerous close friends, friends who have never said one thing about the podcast, videos, content. Po- not not positive. We always thing, say anything. podcast, but it should be like everything. Like brand brand. They who they don't even talk to me about keeping basement. They're yeah. like I tell them every night. I'm like I'm going to do the podcast. I'm going to do stand up. Doing do the whatever. And then I go hang out with them like on a Saturday night or whatever. They don't talk to me about any of that shit. We just talk about you know, well, like sports or whatever. It's a weird dynamic if you really think about it. The people who you're going to talk about it with the most are the ones you're doing it with. That's when we go or to stand up comedy night. They're going to be like, hey, how's the podcast? Because they're doing podcasts too. 
Mm. Your friends aren't doing that. They're going home after work. They're, they got husbands. They got wives. They got girlfriends. They're, they got to do the dishes. They got to do whatever. Like We all got to do that. This went saying. on a huge rant from all the topic on the note. It was just women, women listening no, now, definitely not getting laid. And then also... Uh, like social media, how people are listening to that. You never know who's listening. Like people will DM me stuff and shout. Out to I everyone. hope every. I hope if you are listening, I I I love the people who listen but don't say anything, even if the those yeah, people are cool. out there. Yeah, because like, there's the, uh, at least at least they're listening. We're giving them some sort of content. That's another thing. Like you could like listen them. if you want to be a fan or like whatever or a supporter. You could listen and not want to be on here. Like I can't have. Every, I love those people. I can't have everyone who wants to come on like Joe Blow or Joe Schmo. And then if I have that person on, then another person will feel obligated they want to come on just because I know you, like. Like I, I can't have everyone on. Like I prefer to have people on who are passionate about something with music, who do that, or you know, comedy or entertainment, or have some type of following. Not because they have a huge following, because they're good at it, and they'll motivate another kid to do it, or whatever, whatever have you. Or someone who's interesting. Like if you really want to come on, DM and say what you want to talk about. Yeah, please. And uh, we're like, always figure something guests. out. Like I don't want you to come on and we just talk about who farted in the room. Yeah, like come we, on we and try to have about, a we try to have an actual conversation. Talk about, about something, the business you're doing, or, you, or how you would feel like it would be good to come on and what you could bring to the table. Like, yeah, are you going to come on and just sit like? there? Like, there's people like I don't get it, but there's actually people who come on podcasts and aren't good at it. Like, they can't do it. Like, that's not going to be fun to edit or do. I've been like, going to do that. Like, like, there's some people who are just not used to it. They could do comedy on stage, but they just don't know how to podcast. And not like I'm a fucking professional. I'm just saying it would be more entertaining to have someone who's coming on here to talk some stuff instead of just sitting here like a retard because I felt bad because I, I had to have him come on. That's me, not And we can't, we can't interview a million people either. Like, and if I don't know you personally, it's just kind of weird too. But like, like, preferably I like to have someone know you in the connection circle so I know you're not going to try to shoot me or anything or rob me. But, um... Yeah, Eventually, maybe we'll we would do an interview somewhere else. I mean, it doesn't have to be here. Yeah, I mean, we're also yeah we're in like we're in weird uh, situation, cramped quarters. So it's not like we can just have people flowing in now. It's not it's not like we're a fucking Joe Rogan where it's like we're doing three today. Jamie, shuffle them in, shuffle them out, get them out by three thirty. Blah, blah blah. It's kind of like kind of got to do one a week, like one whenever we're free. We all have different. Literally, all three of us have different schedules. Me, Mike, and Alex so might do like, a might do a code though if people are listening to like say a certain code and then they could come on sometime because to see if you're really listening, like middle of the episode. That would be great. Then I know who's real and who's not. But like, yeah, if you if you do listen to us, and even if you feel we're not saying, you feel no obligation to say anything because we lo- we love you guys. Anybody who's supporting who listens and doesn't and doesn't contact even us, if you don't listen and promote, us, it's great. I still, I still, but if you still do love. listen and you like into it and you would and you would want to come on at some point, not saying it could be very soon or whenever, but yeah, message us. Just say what you do, what you're about. We had Alex reach out to us about the, a guy from a band uh, recently. That was fucking one of the greatest things ever happened. We're gonna try to get him on as soon I as possible. I got a guy who reached out. He sent and he was and a stuff. referral. He said my buddy said, listens to you. I guess it was Alex's buddy listens to us, and he told him. So it's word of mouth, and we're not even anybody famous. Like that's the key is word of mouth. That's still the number one thing at the end of the day for anything really is word of mouth. And it's uh, like you're not gonna watch a Netflix yeah. if you're not gonna watch a Netflix special, but then your buddy comes over and says, "Yo, it was really good." And like, all right, maybe I'll check it out now, even if I don't like the person. Yeah, and just to take the time to listen when there's five million other podcasts and we're not even famous or you, exactly. just anyone who takes the time to listen, I really appreciate because, like, honestly, I'm not going to be fake. There's podcasts that support me and I support them, but I can't listen to every episode of the, they have because time management and the time goes by, hmm. and it's like I'd rather listen to a, like a Charlemagne or a Joe Rogan real quick if I'm doing something, but I'm not going to listen to fucking 25 hours worth of podcasts. But if I was on like a road trip or something, I'd pop yours in, or I do a little bit, but I don't listen to the whole thing. And we don't expect listening. you to be listening to every one. 
one of ours, obviously. But yeah, I'm subscribed. I'm subscribed to about 50 podcasts on the Laughable app, and I listen to consistently maybe two or three of them. I try to pick and choose other ones randomly. If I like the guest, I really try to bang it out. But as much as I can, but like, yeah, I can't listen like for for you guys, anybody who's listening to listen to us, who are you know, we we are pursuing to be people and make great content and make entertainment, yeah. but we're really nobody's yet to listen to us over maybe a Rogan one day or a Brilliant Idiots or WTF, like that's insane. That that so. that keeps it going. That's definitely motivating and like, just like I have the passion to do this, whether I have zero listeners or a million, which, which is good. But even to get people like that, and then people randomly DM, and like, there's people who will randomly DM who I know don't listen, and I could be like, "Yo, if you listen to this part right here, I'll get you on," and I just, I know I'll win at that. They're not gonna listen, but it's still cool to get fucking random DMs from people you don't know saying like, "Put me on your fucking podcast," <laughs> or sending you links to their music and being aggressive about it. It's funny, but um, and it's we can't just cool. blame, yeah, we can't blame those people for not listening. Like, you have lives, your days. A lot of people don't even listen to podcasts. We're making it sound like podcasts is like watching TV now, and it's getting there. But like, well, I don't. People don't even watch TV. My, Nipsey Hussle didn't watch TV. I'd say eighty percent of my friends don't listen to podcasts. You can watch Netflix or just use YouTube. You don't even need new TV. I don't yeah, like, like watching if, TV. Like, like people binge watch Bad shows analogy. on Netflix. They'll they'll even re-binge them. Ugh, I can't do that. They'll even, even they'll even re-binge them. I'm like, I'd rather listen to ten podcasts than watch a damn show. I'm, pre- I'm pretty though. productive when it comes to creating or and not watching TV and stuff, but uh, YouTube I'm stuff. I'm not. I love t- YouTube videos and TV. I love you, I love YouTube, oh, but I feel like you're betting yourself. Like Sean Kelly said, if you're listening, watching YouTube stuff, you're betting yourself, but YouTube how do you videos. know the time, like I told Corey, when to balance, like to take the action and to do YouTube? I feel like- I'll kill two hours watching YouTube. I've been trying this new thing where I try to do three things a day or a couple things a day if I got and I, and I don't have work or anything. And uh, I'll try to do something productive, like apply to jobs or like work out first or like do something for like brand wise. And then I'll start watching yeah. YouTube instead. Because if you start your day off, like he said, and you start watching YouTube, you're in that fucking like hole where you keep watching. They keep popping up. Mm-hmm. How to help your business. This and that. New interview. Nipsey Hustle Memorial RIP. Yeah. And next thing you know, it's like fucking four o'clock and you spent like five hours on YouTube. That's more addicting than fucking um, TV because you, YouTube, you think pick about, what you watch and then that they target what you watch and then it keeps going. It's the times though. TV's it's not fucking even possible terrible. To do this. Man. I don't if, even this like was, TV. if this was 1975, we would have no choice. We wouldn't be able to do that shit. So we would inevitably be yeah. Doing we can more program productive. what we want. If you're not laying on the couch back then, you're probably doing something productive. You wouldn't ha- be able to get into a wormhole of watching Instagram memes and YouTube videos. People are talking about how we're programmed society, but we're the least programmed society of a lot of people because you can literally watch what you want and do what you want because radio programmed you with the music they like but now you people don't even listen to radio you could dictate what's yeah. hot more than ever because so you got spotify and you could have con you could create your own content and like cr- just be uh, in charge of that and, and hold accountable like i'm so if i'm working all day i got my headphones in and like i'm obsessed with sure music. people really care about that fuck I'm off kidding. i'm obsessed with music and i like to listen to the same songs and the same bands all the time but it's like I'll listen to on a loop sometimes. I'll be like, I th- in my head, I'm like, I would much rather be listening. I, I should, rush, not would, should much rather be listening to a podcast like a Gary Vee or a Tim Ferriss um, that can give me knowledge or inspiration to do something productive. Because what can a song do? It can just make, give you some like, you know, warm I like feelings the song, or whatever. Though. It gets you jacked up. Yeah, There's but, uh, but motiva- I, you could do great things on music. You can multitask while I listen to music. No, you I don't can like multitask, multitask I'm on saying, I'm saying it's not burning knowledge into your brain. Especially sometimes, if it's a song you've listened to a thousand times. But sometimes you don't want that thing because you taking content overload's a real thing, dude. You got to stop. You can't listen to twenty four hours worth of podcast. I don't. I don't. I really don't. I listen to oh, some days. I, li- I don't listen to any. But most days I try to listen like two. Well, or that's three. where I like. Music, not that much. music is where you're listening, but you're not until it, you know how you drive somewhere and you don't realize you got there. Yeah. 
that's like music's great for that. Like, why would I want to listen to an audiobook or podcast? Because I'm going to zone out half the time. Yeah, that's true. But also, all, I'm also if it's my favorite music, my favorite bands, I'm in. I'm fully engaged in the song the whole time. Fully engaged in the song the whole time. Like my head's bobbing. I know when the guitar solo is coming. I'm like so into it because like I have some songs that I'm just completely obsessed with. So it's like. I'm into it regardless. But you're right, because I'll go listen to an uh, you know, informative podcast, and like halfway through it, I might start thinking about something else, and it's like, did, I, did that knowledge even get seeped, seeped into my brain? Am I going to make worth of it in an hour when I have no. free time? And I, I, I was this one motivational guy was saying something. The forgetting curve, if you learn something once, 80% of it's gone within 48 hours. And to ha- retain Not that good. information, I know, and you have a bad memory problem anyway. Because mm-hmm. remember when I told you about a podcast, you don't remember, but I like to remember certain things and then talk about it because it makes you implement it and remember it more. So that's what, when this idea, how we listen to podcasts and talk about the notes and create it and talk about other stuff, mm-hmm. first off, it's promoting people's podcasts. Secondly, people might listen to that podcast and ours now and more and will mm-hmm. help everything. And thirdly, it's going to help you remember those certain things, like how we talk about the Gary V effect, Schultz blueprint, and everything like that. But people have said we have to touch up on that and close on those things and not just ramble about them and talk about them and like implement the strategies and also to come to a conclusion of like what we think. Yeah, I know what he means by that, but... Tito said that, right? Yeah, he he meant he meant get more into of how you can actually apply it to your life, like an example of what you did that proved to work out, f- like in your real the life. The forgetting curve is real, though. And so sometimes that's hard to do because it's like you could listen to thirty minutes of knowledge spewed by Gary Vee, but then you have to go apply it to your life. You can't just fucking listen to it. Yeah, that's tough to do. That's why you can't listen to shit all day. I don't, but I'm just saying. I'm not saying you. I'm just saying in general. Yeah. But then it's the like, phone is training you to be distracted. I watched a video. Oh, it's awful, dude. It's Even when, when you wake up, you know how you go to your phone and check social media? Try oh, not no. to do that for a week and write down a joke or whatever. You'll be way more creative because apparently when yeah. you wake up, you're in some type of flow state where you're like the most creative and productive. But the phone takes that away. You know how many times I sit in bed for an hour checking Instagram on a weekend when I'm You're always on Instagram. So am I. Both it, of us. It's addicting because we, first we want to we, we be need, entertaining we and have content. Because we're trying to put out and content. And then secondly, too. there's hot girls on there. And then thirdly, it just, mm-hmm. it's entertaining and it, it, it shows you the news. But that. That don't, and that how, don't how, much, how much people? How many people actually read a whole story? Like when people put a long post, I feel like nobody no, really does. I've never have. Yeah, uh, maybe unless it's a close friend. But um, yeah, like that. That's a great idea. Not going to your phone in the morning to try to write a joke, but like, because then it's like I'll go on Twitter and I'll and I'll go to the trending tab to see what's popular to see if I could write a joke off of it. But then I'll just like see an article that's interesting. I'll start like and I'll look at people's tweets and it's like I accomplished nothing and it looks like a half hour. Account. It says the average person on Instagram opens the app 150 times per day. That's probably me, 100. percent 150 times per day. You know how many times Maybe we not did that oh, much. If we didn't open that app that Av- long, that's average. Jesus, I'm probably I'd probably say 30 or 40 times more than that. Not good. If you if just to look like sometimes, what do you do when you don't know what to do? You look at Instagram. That's that's me. It's me like five times a day. That's me. I'm like looking, just naturally looking. Oh, do you think it's a different? Do you imitation. think it's a different result for content creators or for people who are just trying to kill time it, with their jobs? Well, there's there was a video on minimalism. Like I watched this Gary Vee video. I this, tried this, to be that. this kid interviewed this uh, Gary Vee, and he still created content and never looked at any of his YouTube comments for like a week or a month, and it helped him. And he did. He put a block on his YouTube, but he would upload the videos to YouTube just because it's his business. He still have to make money, you know. So promoting with the story is beneficial, but if we didn't do that, it would probably less people would be on, but it would be tough to like, cause it's an addiction. These companies, these creators make these apps and want you to be addicted. Like it's going to be the new well, we addiction. Already all are. Even a, like the most normal people on earth, like, like me and you, if you consider us normal at all, not really, but are addicted to Instagram. 
It's crazy how you and, and we don't even and imagine the people imagine like you said there's always hot girls now imagine the hot girls who have thousands and thousands of followers DMs all day uh, to me who has like three, it's not three hundred followers no DMs I and talked I'm, about and I'm this I'm still obsessed why am I obsessed with Instagram I got three hundred followers Sh- nobody's DMing Charlamagne me. talked about this it's That's not insane. meant to be he's famous a million yeah. followers he says something bad ten thousand people are at him yeah. Life I would is, kill for that. Li- no, you wouldn't. Life's not to life in the brain is not meant to talk to ten thousand people per day. But then through the people, internet, who, that's people like you and me with There's so much of that following shouldn't have the same mindset of going on every five seconds and checking shit. We shouldn't, and it is draining talking to random people. You know how much <clears throat> t- creativity you lose. Like you know how delegating. Like you know how Louis was saying we need to like pre-plan podcast. I already do that. I don't know if he knew or not, but like I already yeah, pre-plan we, a lot of it. I try to plan too. Some people that, just, I think some people just free ball it. That, like take, that takes a lot out of you, and even the social media or the research or connecting with people through social media and planning dates, like all that time <clears throat> that needs to happen because we don't have anyone to delegate us for, for right now, and I understand that, and like it's what we do. Yeah. That kills certain creativity, creative space, and it, that's what life is. I feel like you have to fight for your time in a way. Um, yeah. And but it's crazy that you wake up in a fresh state feeling good, and then one thing on the phone puts you in a bad mood for the, and ruins the day. I don't think that happens to me, really, but it, tra- it, it, it. But we're reactive. We're a reactive society. Like everyone now has to have, a, have an opinion when it shouldn't be that way. You, like back in the day, no one else had an opinion. You don't have to have an opinion. Like that's why these uh, people on social media with the voice, it's so easy to get your opinion out and like out and back. Back in the day, we'd have to write like a postcard or something, <laughs> to talk to like a fan club or something. Now you could yeah. directly talk to them and then start an argument and then like clout chase yeah. or just say whatever and you know you're behind a keyboard and so it's all there's times. no repercussions. It's all times. It's never going to be the same. It's never going to last. Like this is going to, like how crazy are we now with this with social media in 10 years? It's going to be even worse. 10 years ago, Twitter was barely even a thing yet. Like, and, and, and Instagram. Instagram definitely wasn't a thing. Like, so it's like, it's just, you have to, you have to just, uh, you have to just, you know, be accustomed to the times. Like, like I said, we wouldn't be. We would probably have gotten more accomplished in our life by now. Maybe if this was nineteen seventy-five, because we wouldn't have wasted three hours a day on Instagram. You know what I mean? Maybe we would be making six figures by now. Yeah. But it's just, you know. But um, in terms of applying stuff to your everyday life, it's like yeah, you want you need to go out there and soak in knowledge and and. And um, experience, and then apply it to stuff that you're doing that might not even be useful. I mean, that might not even be important. It's like, hey, maybe you listen to something on a freaking uh, podcast about uh, I don't know how to uh, how to be more organized, and then you you know you leave work and you have to go to the gym, go to grocery shopping, and do whatever, and you write it all down on a list and make time frames for when you're going to do what. You just applied that. Like I like I'm I'm desperately trying to do that. The the like write three goals down every Monday morning yeah, or when yeah, you wake up. I just can't. I just don't do it. Yeah. And I and I've been told and I've listened to podcasts a hundred times where I should be told to. My some of my friends do it and I just still just you don't see what do Corey it. does. He's on like day sixty five or something to improve his business or whatever. Start small. Like that. Yeah. I'm too lazy. You know what's wild? Um, my friend uh, he tra- practices this. It's kind of annoying because he tries to practice on me. He'll call me at, when he gets out of work and just start talking about what he learned on podcasts, so he can retain it and and teach it to people because he'll learn. You learn it better that way. That's kind of okay, what we're doing yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. But a person talking to you and they're looking at your fo- their phone, 
um, when they like oh they God. act like like okay, so say if you're looking at your phone while I'm talking and t- t- telling the situation, like I stop what I'm doing and and let and I stop myself from telling the story and just wait till they're done because they're not listening to you. It's proof. There's proof. Oh, that that's yeah. When definitely. someone holds a phone, like they're not listening, though? but it's very addicting to hold the phone while you think you could do two things at once. We're not meant to multitask. No, you're not. I've been yell. I bet. Well, like. I get yelled at all the time by my friends. It's like I'll go to my I'll go to my buddy's house and he'll be like, and I'll will mostly for the brand or for keep a basement or for you know writing jokes or something. I will be on my phone the entire time and we'll just especially if I'm watching a movie. I'll because I'm deleting old posts and stuff. And yeah, like I'm not. You're, I'm, losing, you're, I'm bad. You're I'm, probably worse than I'm me on the, the phone. Movie. Like 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 oh, sometimes I'll DM you on Instagram and I'll send it. And I'll be like, oh, he's gonna respond within a minute because I know he's always on there. Like at least every couple notifications, of notifications, dude. Even not yeah, having, those, I don't even have my notifications off. I don't even have them on sometimes, but just to think that there's a notification there. Sometimes you'd have them I on think sometimes. sometimes shit's on silent. Like Twitter, like sometimes it won't come up, and then I'll open it up and I'll have a fucking notification. But like the thing that sucks is like we'll try to go spew, not spew. That's the wrong word, but like try to get out good content and good knowledge and good gems on this podcast. To people to listen, but then it's like you'll go to your day ones or your your friends who are like you know work in whatever job and try to apply it to them and be like, hey, you should do this, you should do that. You should Get try the to, fuck out of my You face. should try to start your own business. I think you'd be really good at it, knowing they will be, and they are just like, look at you like you have like three heads. It's just like, why, why are you talking about this? And then you just sound, then you just feel like that loser inspirational prick who sucks Gary V off, but it's like you're really trying to help them out. You're trying to suggest something to them that, I th- that you think that they could be good at. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you know, like nobody... Like um, we, I'm sure you, we both have friends who don't take this pod, like wouldn't take this podcast seriously if we actually like you know, like we were talking about it before. But like you're trying to always ap- um, apply what we've learned, or say we had a guest on, say we had a Corey on, I learned something from him, and I'll try to go apply it to you know, my friend who my just my regular friend who works at an office, and they don't want to hear it. They they want you to shut your mouth. Yeah. You know, it's or like a Zangrillo hater who's like, why would I want to take sometimes gem, gem advice gotta, from a real estate? You got to do it. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I said it. Sometimes you gotta shout out to Angrillo though. He liked my Instagram post. Sometimes you just gotta do it yourself, and then they could see like the proven thing. And also, you're not gonna get anywhere if you're watching like 30 YouTube videos a day, not implementing or taking action. Yeah, which is you. Oh, that is you. It's addicting. The amount of shit, dude. I tell you all the time. Stop sending me so much Instagram. I don't. You watch send any me of it. dumb podcasts all the time. I send you maybe you fast forward them. How can hell can you listen? I don't think you do listen to them. Hey, retard. you can't listen to something on two point five no, speed. You, no, first off, you're you're too antsy in your brain. You obviously don't click them because the I've started to purposely. I go to the where I'm gonna I'm gonna do the screen grab, and I and I slow down the speed. <sighs> And then I screen grab it just to send to you, only you, and then I push back up the speed because I know that's how I like it. And you don't even listen. So go fuck yourself. So go fuck yourself. So go fuck yourself, No, I'm done with you. You hear this, Jim? You're 100% Stop sending me shit on Instagram. Stop sending me shit on Instagram DM and then not applying it to yourself. You're just, you're on content overload. You're doing it right now. You're just a fucking idiot. Yeah, the content overload's a real thing. And you don't apply shit. And that's why I get mad at you that you start your day at 4 p.m. by going to the gym and then I get here at you're not ready to record. You gotta eat. You gotta take a shit. You have fucking diarrhea. You gotta get groceries from your fucking grandma's. You gotta go to the fucking gym. You gotta fucking DM some ugly Latina bitch. Fucking be ready. Hey, she was hot, and also you work on a shit bag schedule. Yeah, scheduling's important, but uh, a lot of times I like going to the gym. That time, a lot of hotties there and friends. Good talk, Fuck your friends. But uh, imagine that thirty day detox on social media. If you, if you I had to do that, if you watch me C- and my buddy Mark are going to do if that. If you watch CNN, Fox News, Netflix, and porn, you're really doing the same that thing. That was not no. If you think about it, right. 
Yeah. We never touched on that. It's, and it's I, basically sharing. Fox News is straight entertainment. And really. I think as creators, we need to consume to create, but over-consuming is a problem. That was the point. Like Consume to create. But you need content to consume to create more, yeah. like document over-creating and stuff. But I think if you're over-consuming, that tends to be a problem. Like Always try to work on your brand first instead of watching YouTube videos, what I learned. But you could take a gem out of a YouTube video or podcast and then put it into a podcast topic. So We've done that's that. a, exactly. We mostly do so that. So you have I to think. know how to balance it. Exactly. Sure. That's what documenting over creating is. It's way easier. It's basically to the Gary V content model. Yeah, definitely. Like, I love how these guys create models and shit. It's like literally common knowledge what people do, <laughs> and then they make it a model. Yeah. Like Schultz and Gary V, but yeah. like they definitely are innovators in their own space. But like they definitely always. I feel like in a way it's you got this They into act this like they've the done a ton of shit that I feel like everyone just does anyway. Yeah, it's hard. And they to, they I act like they influence. Be, I mean, more Gary V probably does than Schultz. It's hard to be a real Gary innovator. V is a more influence, I'd say. It's hard to be a real, real innovator not, in today's day and age. Not them. Meaning, saying. meaning doing stuff that people have never done. Like, I, if you had to ask me you one of the it's main like steal like an, what's that book? Steal like an I think Elon Musk is an example of an actual complete. And he's probably copied somebody too. No, well, he's just a full blown genius, dude. He's trying to do accomplish things that Great no one new has ever attempted. Great new hair. He, dude, he's trying to freaking send a. He went uh, from ball to. Be- he's to trying to so set a freaking underground train to get from LA to New York in like two hours. Like he's literally he's sending fucking he's sending satellites to I the saw, fucking moon. Dude. I saw Ben. Bil- he's got shit on Mars. right now. I would now. be scared of him. We'd get stuck in that train. I saw Ben B- Baller got stuck in his uh, Tulsa. Tesla. Tesla. Yeah. Shit? Tesla. Yeah. You Mark see that post? No, Very interesting. Who wants to buy one? My buddy Mark. But um, how much are they? Very expensive. I don't know, like five hundred thousand, three hundred thousand. He's gonna buy it. I, I'm saying not now. I'm saying he wants to at some point in his life. There, I'm gonna. Well, I'm, I'm going to he got San Diego in next month. He got locked in it. I'm going to San Diego ben next Dollar. month. Look at that post. I'm going to San Diego next month, and apparently now they have a, a train that takes you from San Diego to L.A. And it's like I don't know how new it is or whatever, but like that wasn't a thing, you know, five ten years ago. I don't know how new it is, but it's like. What are you doing? You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> just you you just contradicted everything just you talk kidding, about, idiot. I'm um, trying to make good content here. I'm yeah, not trying to listen to inspirational talk. Stories. Why don't we just talk about anything happening? Like, no, I no, feel like we always get in, like, just, you know, talk about this same stuff. I was listening to something where pretty much comedians, you need to have time to sit with your work and jokes. So this is the example for comedians. So you spend a year creating, which is like writing and stuff and like content and all that. Then next, then the next year you're touring. So I think there has I to wish. be a, there has to be a balance where you're creating the content and that's why I say, like, don't get rid of the good stuff. Like, let's keep recycling the good stuff because let's remember it because it could be used as comedy jokes down the line, more podcast topics, and also people will know us from words of wisdom, ins or outs, or certain things like fake dick pics. Don't cut me off. So I think you got to create, then earn and tour because that's, like, the way it works, especially if, like, a motivational speaker. I think CEO Charlie was talking about it, how, like, he wants to spend one year creating his content, then the next year touring, and then you just repeat that and then also take breaks. So you balance it out. If you create hard... Because if you create hard, you might lose out on touring and money. And also, just like creative juices, if you go too hard with the creativity, like I feel like you have to have set jokes or you do your hour or whatever, and then you go get paid for that comedy and then bring it back home and well, do it again. That's why the, the comedians out there who are like you're the Bill Burrs and Louis C.K.'s and the freaking whoever else is who are putting out specials every two, every couple of years are are so like held high, looked up. You know how hard it is to come up with an hour material, okay? So you're writing an hour, you're you're on the road building it. You start with you start with two minutes. And then you're building it on the road to accumulate into an hour. Over the course of a year, year and a half, which isn't that long of a time if you think about it, then you have to construct the hour perfectly, film it, 
write it, then the then you put it out, uh, put it out, the specials out, whatever, and then you have to go back to a whole new hour. All that shit goes in the garbage. Yeah, like you would never be able to do that in a million years with your fucking chatter brain fucking all over the place. I would keep all my jokes. Someone else said they keep all their jokes. Sebastian said that. Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah, you keep them, but you don't don't use them He reuses them. He says he reuses the good ones and the stories, especially if you're a storyteller comedian. Storytelling's a little bit different, but... But yeah, that's what it is. It's you know, it's probably the same for like. But the thing is, with a musician, it's like you can make a record, but like you'll, te- if you drop a record and then ten years you drop another record, ten years later you're dropping your fifth record. You go play songs from that first record because people still fuck with them. But you can't, you can't always be telling jokes from you know ten years beforehand. That's always a stigma because it's like oh, everyone always wants to hear the classic if you're going to see a musician, mm-hmm. regardless of how old it is. I'm spitting gems, man. I'm a fucking legend. I'm a creative talent. That's an opinion, not a fact. I'm literally better than Kanye. I hope he hears this. Opinion, not a fact. We welcome the newest sponsor of the podcast, Fleshlight. Fleshlight is the number one male sex toy in the world. With its soft, real feel insert, patented to be so lifelike that many have proclaimed it feels better than the real thing. While there is no substitute for a real woman, amazing inner textures in over 100 possible combinations to choose from, we all have to work a little harder to keep up. Fleshlights offer an adjustable cap to control the desired suction level you prefer, as well as a channeled sleeve, able to stretch in order to accommodate the repeated discomfort of your girth. Easy to clean and durable, Fleshlight is your number one choice brand for male sex toys. Fleshlight also offers flesh skins, sleeves, anal toys, and accessories, including lube, mounts, cases, sleeve warmers, vibrators, and more. For more information, search Fleshlight on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or visit www.fleshlight.com. This is the Keep It Basin Podcast. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe to us, also on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes Music, Laughable, and wherever else you could listen to us and view us. Thank you for tuning in. Check out dankstop.com. We have the biggest selection of bongs, vaporizers, accessories, anything that you're looking for in the smoking industry. Use promo code BEAWESOME. That's B-E-AWESOME, A-W-E-S-O-M-E. One word, put it together, no spaces. That's for 15% off. Check us out. Uh, Stay tuned for a giveaway that we're doing with Keep It Basement. Shout out Keep It Basement. You guys were awesome. And hopefully we speak again soon. Thank you, Louie. Shout out to Dangstop. Let's get ready to rumble! Nigga, shut your ass up, man. I'm <laughs> I don't give a fuck, man. You are listening to Keep It in the Basement, like most Italians. If you're not Italian, keep it there anyway. Well, that's cool, because you're a fan. I'm a fan, too. You know what I'm saying? And I think, to, to me, fans make the best interviews. You know what I mean? Like, Because we're asking the questions from a fan perspective. When you're a true fan, and you follow the artist, and you study your artist, and you know an artist's music, you know an artist's background, you know the questions, the right questions to ask because you're asking questions from a fan perspective. And not only that, the reason you said that you're able to talk to uh, your favorite artist for an hour, it's not that you're able to talk to them for an hour. It's you're able to listen to them for an hour. It's a yeah. difference. See, a lot of interviewers don't listen. See, I'm a listener. I, like, yeah. like a, a lot of interviewers I have 20 questions, and all they want to do is get through those 20 questions. But the yeah. truth about it is, if you ask me a question, if I ask an artist a question, and the artist answers me, if I'm listening, I'm probably going to get something else out of his answer that I want to ask him. And that's what a conversation is all about. Hello? Hello, Sipes? Yeah, Sipes, what's up? Hey, what's going on? This is Mike Sweeney. Sweeney. What's up, dude? Mike Sweeney, the idiot. Got it. <laughs> 
What keep it what radio? Basement. Keep it basement? Like keep it like keep it in the house. Keep it yeah. basement radio? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh hey what's going on? It's your boy Lil Dicky. Shout out Mike Sweeney Sween and Keep It Basement Radio. What's up guys? This is Mickey Gall. You're listening to Keep It Basement. Keep it basement. Making money. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god They would say the exact same thing about the basement I know but Losers there's, there's, Here's you know, the like, thing They're smoking pot and drinking And we're taking a shot at becoming great Hopefully In what we do But like they might look at this as like pointless It's like what if this never You know Well I look at getting high and drinking pointless True But you've also been in favor of like trying to go out more And like have fun more Because you had to balance It'd be nice to get some pussy in my face too Hard to balance I'm not knocking getting high or getting drunk I probably should I'd probably be more normal Yeah but Definitely hot. we're taking a shot at putting this workout when it's just like a kind of therapeutic talk anyway. Not too. just putting it out because we have no following it. We have to fucking promote it and market like we do the Instagram stories. True, we have to but we're putting it out. Mouth. We have to tell people. We have to DM we're people. We're taking a shot of putting this out instead of just drinking beers at a bar and talking about it. So it's a creative risk in a way, even though it's not like great creativity or anything. Nothing like... That's why I think everything should be recorded, which like sounds it's, scary. It's but like, just like we're putting it out there. Like it, you, it makes you less afraid. It makes you post on Instagram more. It makes you be out there in the picture. Like you yeah, know what I mean? so You're many, in the game. So many gems and stuff get hit, get spoken at a at a bar that could when be you're drunk. No one's recording it. Yeah. That's where the most gems come I don't, from. I don't think we're there yet, but I mean, according to DMs, people like this when we go back at it and talk about stuff like this. Because who am I to be in a position to tell someone what to do or like how to live their life better when? But a lot of even famous people Same. don't have the great lives, but they they're good at what they do. Like they're that creative genius. Well, some people take time, or they get genius, lucky. Like uh, Jay Z said, everyone has that genius level talent in them. It could be, you know, whatever rapper, comedian, radio personality, yeah, um, business owner. You know, it's just wild. But bro, talk. If a girl follows you on Instagram, can you slide in the DMs right away? Like you've asked this a million times, and I've done it, so I need to know the answer. <laughs> can we talk about who's crept? Can you not? No. It's funny. No, he DM'd by accident. So, I but I could also end your life. It was like four lines. It Still doesn't even matter. Funny. <laughs> if this was Instagram Live, you would have bitched twenty minutes ago to take it down. You could. Oh, I'm, I'll, we should be this. IG living all. I think every episode. And you've asked this so many times before. If a girl, wait, are you? Wait, can you repeat the question? If a girl follows you, but are you follow her and she follows you back? Can you repeat the question, please? If a girl follows you on Instagram, are can you, you slide in the DM? Did you follow her first? Did you follow her first? Uh, the, no. Say she follows you. Yes, one hundred percent. If you followed her first and she follows back, I say yes, but it's probably not not <laughs> not still frowned upon. Yeah, probably. Look, I hate this whole. I hate how this whole DM thing is like. Still, it's like a thing. Like, I know numerous people who are off relationships from DMs. I know a person who got married to someone from a. The very first thing was a DM. It's like, look, Jesus, you can DM girls. Some of them are gonna like. Some of them are gonna respond. Some of them are gonna not like it and think you're fucking weird. You just go for it. Screw it. Who cares? It's 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 really the same thing as as Tinder and Bumble and these online dating apps. It's a difference. Yeah. True. Jesus. It's, this it's, is interesting, it's, it's, though. beating a dead horse with this conversation. It's so annoying. It's funny, though. No, it's not. Women say that they're attracted to a man who makes them top priority, but I literally don't think that's true. Women are attracted to a man who makes... It's 100% wrong. It's wrong, because in reality, they're attracted to someone who doesn't even make them the top thing. They're yeah. attracted to someone who focuses on like everything else but them, because yeah. they want more attention. It's all like, who likes someone more? Like whoever like whoever Especially cares in the, the most, early stages. Whoever cares the most loses. It seems like fucked up game we live in. Especially in the early stages. It's like if you're with them for like months or years, then it's like, yeah, okay, you need to pay more attention to me. But like 
early on, it's like they want you to fucking, they want to have, they want other girls to be into you. They want you, you know, out doing shit. They want to, they basically want to be worrying that you're having sex with someone else, I feel like. Yeah, true. What if we did my idea and we would just play locker and react to it? Oh, I forgot. It's good. It was my idea. I said that. I said it, dude. I, I said, said I'm going to play the locker. I said we should do a full episode talk about it. where we just play hold locker on, Hold on, But no, dude. Idiot. That's so true about like, because sorry, I was filming the IG Live. Women say that they are attracted to a man who makes them top priority. That's the fucking opposite. That means whatever a girl says, do the opposite. Girls don't, girls won't admit that. They're like, we asked Chanel that shit and she's, she, like most girls are going to be like, yeah, of course. But it's like, when it comes she was down pretty to on, it in the back was, of their head. She was pretty honest. No, she, I'm not saying she was not. But I'm yeah, saying, but in reality, they're attracted to someone who doesn't take the time to make them top priority. They're attracted to someone who focuses on everything but them, really, like their craft, their passion, their career, or other women, <laughs> other people. Like literally, the the less you care, it seems to a from a guy, the more the girl will try to make it work the relationship if they really like you. Probably. I've never been in that situation. I'm if the they one really who likes like the girl. Yeah, if they really I'm like the you. one who likes the girl, and they end up not liking me. And then when I try not to like a girl because I'm too nice to tell her I don't like her, like I'll just try everything that w- in the book to make her not like me and think I'm an annoying idiot. She likes me more, and I'm fucked. And I'm fucked. And I feel like you never get normal girls in the DMs. I feel like a guy's DM is girls who are thirsty, trying to reach out to every guy, or also girls you don't find attractive, or girls you just don't want to hang out with, and it's like weird. And you got to put the old, like, I got a girlfriend, I'm talking to someone, even though you're not. And mm-hmm. you just kind of, like, the girls who DM you, it's always like, they definitely do Girls this ain't DMing guys. Oh, I've got some DMs. Girls who aren't fucking Mack truck sized are not. Ah, I got some oldies. I don't want to put anyone on the spot, but. You're saying zero connection, you never message them. No, no, just... like, I know them, like, from back in the day, or like, oh, they, Bumble I, yeah, or Tinder some Mac. sort of connection. When I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying I'm, a no, When I started posting them. hard, like, on uh, podcasts or pictures of me, like, I was getting DMs and, like, fun. Like, that's fun. different. Yeah, that's different. You're putting out your content, you're maybe you're re. They're they're remembering that you're still around, like, and they remember. That's a, funny. I actually funny had someone say that, like, they want to go out for a drink with me. Yeah, and they, they're like a funny memory or something. They th- they're thinking of high school again or whatever. Sometimes That's it's completely just too different. Much, too much work to put in just I'm for some about, pussy. Like a girl, if you're not really interested, a you know girl I mean? maybe sees you from a post on the popular page or uh, saw you in a post with a mutual friend or whatever, and they follow you and then they message you. That's psh, rarely happening. And the good-looking girls, the extremely good-looking girls who even entertain a DM, one, if you push it too long, they'll just ghost it. Yeah, 100%. how do you know to be... How do you even know if DM works? Because if you're if you're a girl and a guy DMs you, you got to know that guy's probably tried like 100 other times. Yeah. Or like, so the same thing applies. You, you, like a slut of your girls DM me. Sometimes the guy hasn't. Yeah, if you're a nice guy you like me do, you. Yeah, because you want to do it to a girl who it's like, she seems cool from, granted, or from she's Instagram, really hot. but she's really hot. But the girl... Immediately thinks you've done that to four hundred girls, and you really have, and you're a nice guy, and you're right. like not as aggressive. I but feel like you, no you actually have to be confident. You have no way of conveying. I know, that. like, hey, listen, I don't do this often, but and, I just and they, say, don't even, they don't want get that the fuck out of my face, jerk off. Yeah, yeah they, they don't rather want have that a line either. Guy. They'd rather you talk about something mutual or whatever. Because I actually was reading an article about it because I was like, oh, should I DM this girl? And I was like, this is a funny article. It says, do not be too eager. If you find her attractive, yeah. you don't need to display too much enthusiasm. Be mysterious and you will challenge her. Sounding too obvious makes you look desperate and kind of creepy. If you want to yeah. meet her, do not beg. Be patient. Respect her decision if she declines. Yeah. And a lot of the a lot of those articles and shit you're going to read is stuff you already know. Like, I 100% yeah, so. knew that. But it's funny because... Like, it's just weird how, like, you're perceived on social media, and if they really know you and the, and the reaction, you don't it get sucks. the full they thing really if, they're, if they're trolling you when they're talking or if they don't know if you're kidding. It's just like, 
in person so much better. Yeah. But but you feel like you're never gonna get that shot to meet that girl anyway or guy. So why not just take it? And Although then meet with it's happened to me people on, have on a couple on occasions. DMs. I've DMs seen girl, I've been for some reason mutual following a girl or she, and she's following me or vice versa, and then you run into them in person somehow. That's happened to me probably two or three times, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I, if she follows me on on social media, I could go up to her in person now. Yeah, but like you still don't, you're still nervous, and you still don't want to because you don't know how it's gonna see. Oh, Plus, yeah. there's no way to completely perceive how you are on social media until you meet the person. Yeah, even if you even if you look at all their posts and think you know what they do and stuff, or or have mutual friends. I think like I like I, uh, if like I th- like, I don't even know. Plus, you plus you don't know. Plus, hey, if if you follow a girl on Instagram and and she follows you back, just to, maybe it's just just to be nice, or your page seem interesting or something, yeah. they they don't immediately want to fucking like start talking to you. They, if you went up to them in person, they still might be like, "Nah, I'm good." But they I gave feel you, like, they gave you the follow. I feel like you're obligated if you reach out on DM to go up and talk to them. You see them in person. I think so too. <laughs> you look like a fucking creep if you don't. Yeah. So if they realize that you're there too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I like to research and see who, if I'm interested in someone, but I feel like girls get so many compliments or DMs that they don't even care. Like, yeah. they like they'll, they probably curve a future celebrity. Like, you could be a famous comedian at one point in your life, and you got curved by so many girls, which is funny. I think I just, did you send me a meme about that or something? And then those girls will want to talk to you, and then later on, it's like girls love the status stuff. It's weird. But, um, I think ho- it's, 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 it's also, we're talking about fairly attractive girls. I think the unattractive girls don't have that much going on yeah usually. true but like, i could be wrong though yeah you could there's be a bunch it's, of horny guys out there still it's kind of weird to slide i feel like you got to know somebody like you got to know someone they know or you got to be around the area which sucks you should be able to just slide in like say like like i said if, ah, you, if people you put up blinders fo- like they look for the bad and everything and they yeah. get so many dms yeah, but like if you're, if you're looking you for like it if you put your photo, profile like, on bumble and tinder never slide in those dms i don't think it works because come on they're like they're looking, they're looking, and they're always smokes. They're looking for the talk. They're looking for the talk, maybe, but it never works out because they got so many other options. How about, it's the, how about the online, whatever? Uh, it's confidence. Best though, way to reach me is a DM on Instagram, or I'm never on here. Message me on Instagram. Yeah, that's a fucking lie. They're getting thousands of those. And it, it's uh, it's a compliment if a hot girl follows you back, though. But you're never gonna talk to them. Like sometimes they'll never follow you if they're really hot, and sometimes they will follow you. I think your best. Ju- I think, There's no point to follow them. I think it's 100%, not gonna mean anything. Yeah, hundred percent. There's no point. 100%. That's why I don't even... That's why, I, like, you look like, like me yelling at me. So I don't even follow a lot of hot girls, really, on Instagram. Yeah. Unless I know them. I think the game changer is to react to stories. Because it's, like, that's not like, creepy. That's, yeah, that's... It's an easy way in, and it's, like, that's what I'll casual, do friendly. Could go either way, and then you interpret through the conversation through that. I think your only real in is they follow you first. You don't, you don't even know. Uh, for a girl, you don't even know. They follow that's you That's kind of weird. You're like, that why happened to me recently. They follow you first, yeah, but and then like, you follow Why are they following me? Exactly. It's kind of weird. They probably just think you're funny. Or it's a mutual friend. They probably don't, like mine was he like there was a that happened friend. before. And then like I tried a conversation and like do I know you? And I'm like, you followed me. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, what, what do you mean? Yeah. I don't know you, but you followed me. I guess yeah. we don't know each other, but you followed me for some reason. You, and she's like, oh, I just follow random people sometimes. I'm sorry. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay I got to. You fun. really can't get into their minds though because you never know. They might want you to DM them even if they've never met you. Yeah, who knows? I feel like they're not thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, probably not. But I Maybe. think why, I think not, if why a girl... not just risk it? Who cares? But then you're like that guy. If I've risked like, it. If you're at a bar and like the whole friend group, you DM them by accident, you're like, oh fuck. Yeah. Or you're the, the, no, the biggest four. No, the biggest fear in history is that 
which has happened to me. The biggest fear in history is you just randomly DM the girl, but it's like, oh, she knows someone you know, but you didn't know that they knew that. <laughs> that's the that's the horror movie. <gasps> and, then and then she's like, and then she's like, someone you, you interviewed. Know, you know this guy? He DM'd me, and then she tells the friend when you're not even around, oh. and now the friend knows, or the friend comes to you and is like, hey, did you DM uh, X Y Z? I didn't creep nobody. She was on Bumble. It wasn't a creep. That's not creepy. <laughs> oh, that's, that's another creep. thing. That's another thing. If their if their Instagram is on so on dating apps Gotta and you follow them, that that's not creepy. If their Instagram's on, I'm done with that. I I had a girl who was following me. I'm done with me, dating what apps they, what they, all they, the way through. I'm like, hey, I saw you on Bumble. Why did you put your profile on there? Do you just want attention from guys? But eight out of ten girls are putting their profile on there. What do they want? What, are you trying to sell fit tea? I just let me know here. What are we doing here? Not bad. But um, it's different when you're when you're a girl. Not he, even not even a hot, the odds. Not are, even a smoke show. If, just a girl. The odds are different. against you on DMs if you don't know the person to try to set up a date. Of course, uh, wh- that's I don't common even, sense though. Like, you don't even know. The guy could be a psycho killer. The girl could be a psycho killer. Psycho killer. It's all about referrals. It's just like everyone gets jobs. They get jobs through referrals. They don't get through Indeed.com very rarely. Like, you might get a date. You ain't getting laid. Indeed.com. You go on the interview. No, I found your profile on Indeed. Oh, I found you on Instagram. I DM'd you. Yeah, yeah. You don't know anyone I know? You think if you're getting into a serious relationship with a girl, I jerk off five times a day. You think if you're getting into a serious relationship with a girl, it's off of a referral, but like one night stands aren't off of a referral. Yeah, I know, but then that's kind of... (laughs) <laughs> Not always. But one night stands even weirder. How about this one? There's girls who will ghost you if you don't hang out with them in a week. I've talked about this before. I've already, I've already know. There's this girl who's talking to me who wants me to come, like, hang out with her far away, and I know I don't want to do it. Like, if you I should consider that good because it's like she could probably get any guy horny dipshit like you. And how would you account. consider that good though? Like, I don't know. That's a f- she red f- keeps she keeps answering. That's a red flag. Say if she's in college or by a college town or pretty. Why would she can't want me out of all people and barely talk to me and just want sex immediately? She could be robbing me when I get there or have fucking chlamydia or STDs. And I know people, I shouldn't think like this, but you have to because if you're a pretty girl and could get any guy, why the fuck would you want someone online you barely know and yeah, want to hang out immediately? That's a good point. Why would you want? There has to be something Could be missing. Bored. Could just be that that ego. There's kick, something that ego mis- missing. Like, Why would you really want to hang do, out? Some girls are psycho. They like to entertain themselves. So like they're just doing it to fuck with. As them. a man, I feel like Lil Yachty tweeted somehow he doesn't like do one night stands, and like I'm not gonna say I never did a one night stand, but I'm not for them really because you never know what you're getting into. I wouldn't want the headache. What if she's crazy if you fuck her? Like I'd rather just jerk off. Like well, I'm making my whole, decision. I really p- like her. If I'm the jerking whole point off, of a one night stand is, is is you met her that night, you bang her that night, and you never see her speak to her again. But wow, but that doesn't happen a lot. So but much, that's what that's the definition of. That's I don't want to drive forty minutes. That's for the that. textbook so much definition of a one night stand. And, and these, you don't want her contact info. These girls are so rude. Like if you don't number. if you don't hook up with them right away or hang out, they'll just unfollow you or block you. Like why are you blocking me? You sent me your vagina randomly. <laughs> like what did I do? Did I, you're the one who sent like they're maybe they're amateur fucking cam girls. No, they're not. They want to hang out hook up right away and like how do I know they don't have herpes how do I know they don't have chlamydia you're how? never gonna know that unless you go and ask them and the, the, hey uh, do you have uh, chlamydia uh, no the well dude you, well the unwritten rule is if you have how about a girl who won't show her about bo- to stick your dick or you're about to fuck someone you tell them that's the unwritten I've never rule. heard of that in my entire life I've heard of that many of times have you ever had you're that happen to you? You're supposed to do that. Hey, I have, no. just, but just so you know, I know we're in the moment and you're about to stick my your dick in my pussy. Um, I just want to let you know I actually have no. An I'm, not saying, oh, happens, no biggie, no I'm biggie, not saying it happens. No biggie. I'm not saying it happens. I'm not saying everyone does all the time. You're supposed to. do. What most guys will do will do fuck it. you. No, what most people will do will fuck you, and then a week Forgot later, to mention I have AIDS. Yeah, and they'll say tell you a week later, or a week later goes by and you're like, hey, my dick itches, and they're like, oh yeah, I had this at some point. Yeah, that's that's all trifling bitch, and that's trifling. why. That's why I'm scared to get in these quick hookups, especially as I get older. Like, as you get older, though, like, you never know what's out there. But, like, at, at a certain age, you know what's real and what's not. And, like, if you're really into a girl, you'll want to date them. 
and um, if you're not, you kind of just got to be honest with the girl and like, hey, listen, I, I I'm enjoying this, but I'm 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 not here long term. I know you enjoy this ride. Maybe we could just keep hooking up and do what we do. But uh, I'm not I'm not I I in my mind I'm not going to tell you this, but you're not my marriage material type. I know I'm not going to be. I don't see myself with you. Chris Stefano does all the time. But I'll have sex with you and like and still hook up with you and stuff if that's yeah. cool. And then that young girl. I think, I think a lot but of But then the young that. girl will like try to. They like that, but then they want to win you over. They'll even like you even more because it's like, oh, I'm losing him and I like him a lot. So let me come over, make him dinner. Let me bathe him. Bathe him. Let me uh, be with him. Let me come in my pussy. Gross. And uh, just all this other stuff, like crazy shit to get you... You know what I mean? And you gotta watch out for these Latinas because I feel like they trap guys. Not to be racist or anything, but they're I feel like they're just tra- they're like baby makers. Well, the thing about Latinos and Latinas is they're trying to spread their seed regardless. That's what I'm saying. Ain't no Puerto yeah. Ricans out there getting abortions. The, the guy who cuts my hair was saying he wants to go to Barcode and and, and hang, have some Latinas. And I don't think he wears condoms, so he's trying to spread his seed. I'm, baby. Any, I'm not a big Latina person. Not to be racist. But I'm I'm not not a big Latina person. We know. <laughs> um. But uh. It's very interesting because I feel yeah, like honesty all, is the best policy. Dude, somebody would walk in right now, like like a like a I don't know, like a, like a. I know Alex would get mad at me for that whole one night stand thing, but yeah. what's missing? Like here? a John Doe, who, what's who going gets on here? Every week would come in right now, listen to that conversation, and be like, "Dude, you're overanalyzing and you're but psycho. I, I, Just go out there and and flip your dick." But around. but why? But why me? Why me? Hardly over internet. Like why me right away? What do I like without everything? And then it's also not just you though. It's probably a six exact, or seven of you. And she's like, "I actually play games a lot, but I like you." You make me laugh. Like that's and like you never thing. met her in person. Yeah, no, no, that's just a whore. I know it's not that hard. She's not and doing. She's not saying that stuff to just you. There's five other. No views. shit. And she doesn't send like full body pictures and stuff. She's like, I'm not a new type of girl. Not that I asked for it, but like, I'm thinking like you're trying to come meet me and like hop on my dick immediately and fuck. But you're not gonna send me a booty pic or titty pic. <laughs> Probably trash. Booty like I mean, if you're gonna fuck me one night, why not show me a little preview? I mean, to see if I'm. It's like a car. I'm gonna try it out or not. Like, why not do that if you're like? What's the big deal? I don't get it. She's like, I'm not that type, but you're going to fuck me in one night? Or like right away? I don't get it. Help, help me out. I don't know. I'm confused on this theory. And know. like, I don't know. I just feel like I, Locker's kind of right, dude. If there's a girl. You spewing the Locker. There's a girl online. Uh, don't, no social media. Go, take her out to the bar. Make her dinner. Said, I'm not computer savvy. Girl, I don't have a. You said girls on the internet are hard up. I don't have I, a Twitter. I, I don't know. I think I believe that. Girls on the internet want to get laid. Oh, girls who are trying to get laid on the internet. Not girls. Because every girl's on the internet. Well, like, girls on online dating are hard up. I need to get laid, or there's an ego boost there. But I really believe that there's, if you, some, there's good girls out there. If you online. match with girls on Tinder who are pretty hot and like, like if you just I I tested this theory. I'm gonna I'm never getting laid if they listen. I tested this theory where I was trying I to like be normal to a girl. I was trying to be normal to a girl. I want to be normal. What is that? What I want to take her out on dates and everything like that. It was a like, yeah, 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 yeah. She busy. Must have been really good looking. St- you taking someone out on a date? Started, started Snapchatting. Yeah. Wouldn't answer my Snapchat for like four days or talk to me or answer my text for like, like four days. I just was like, hey, listen, you kind of live far. I, I think you're attractive and I thought I think you're really cool. It'd be great to hang out sometime, but I know you're so busy. Like I knew it was fading. I didn't care. I was like, why don't I just get weird sometime and like just <laughs> actually talk? Sexually and she's like, talk? that has to come spontaneously with a wink. And then I knew she was that she was game for it. And it just got like weird when we started like doing all that like sexting shit. And like now she's like interested again. And you've never met her in person. No, yeah, how weird is that? But like phenomenal, funny, cool, travels a lot kind of like a city girl younger but how funny is that where she wasn't interested at all and then all of a sudden i just threw sex in the conversation even though girls hate that but i was like i'm on my last leg anyway not the, you know what i mean i got nothing to lose yeah anyway. but not all girls hate that 
Girls hate that, not all girls. I think girls on Tinder like it. I feel like you got to go for the hookup. It's a hookup culture app right away. Sex Tinder, right away. You know, shit, but everyone but knows I'm not that. like that. I'm not like that, though, which is and, weird. And, and, and I've and never and played Bumble, that way. And Bumble's supposed to be the, the, the quintessential not, the non-hookup hook. kind it, of thing. It, it could it be is. girls who are too desperate for relationships. It's girls who are so desperate for relationships, they'll try anything. But no hot I think Locker's right. No, they're hard dude, up. Dude, no hot girl is desperate for a relationship. That goes back to my that goes back to my not theory fact. No hot girl. Why are we on them then? Are we hard up? We're just losers. <laughs> no, we're not losers. We just do like comedy stuff and don't get paid for, it and then work shitty jobs. But like, no, I'm not. On, I'm. Not, we don't have it all figured out. But it's not like I'm we're, not we're hard like, up to get. Like, I'm not relying on them. I would just like to like meet somebody here and there and go out on a date. I, so I it's like more like, casual. Yeah, I love the girls but who if are like spewed out of something after an in-person meetup to like, I, hey, I actually like this person. They're cool. I'd be all for it. I love the screener questions girls ask. So like, what are you here for? I'm like, oh, just some meet somebody new, something casual. And she's like, oh, well, I'm here for a serious relationship. Well, I'm thinking, like, how could you date someone immediately from the fucking internet? Well, yeah, like, you can't. Your response to that should be like, okay, if you're here for an immediate relationship, you would need to go. We would need to go out. Exactly. And you would need that's to what I said. That. It starts out casual. Yeah. It's you. But when somebody asked that, and they say, I you said say, it like you that. say it will start I out like casual. She's I like, no, well, no, I need to know it's out. serious or not right away. And I'm like, what? No, that's no, that's not a thing. That's what I'm saying. It's fucking weird. But dude, girls aren't out here on dating apps for if like no no girl no attractive girl is desperate for a relationship no hot girl in they your life is follows single, ego boost no is i know single for longer than three I months know. they could you could get mad you could talk to a girl and not talk to her for a week she'll be in a six month six month relationship in a week yeah that's a meme but i thought it was funny like a spanish but hood meme but that was funny it's just it's just not it's how so it works, true. dude. Hot girls always need boyfriends. You got to have somebody to show around. Show There's off. some hot girls with ugly guys. They don't know they're hotter. They, it's not all about well, looks. It just shows, it it just shows us of, that we need to just go for it. I know exactly. I seen some fucking rough looks. I know me too. Pieces. In Hoboken, I've seen some Hoboken. smokes with some terrible guys who are probably like financial accountants or yeah, it might not work for us because we're not stat, fucking financial analysts. Yeah, I think status helps you get laid because. Because, like, imagine we were famous comedians. Not always, dude. I know, some, I know some guys who are just making okay money, nothing's no fucking, you know, no Christian bails. They got some pieces. But you're, you're your best version of yourself, like, when you're your highest self and, like, help people out and support people. So if you were successful in a great position and famous and known and established, not just for the money, but the actual status, you'll get the top quality of anything. Restaurants, <laughs> vacation, uh, first class, first class escorts, uh, any girl you want. Like it comes with status, not looks. You could look like shit, and you'll get that. Yeah, it all depends. You can't depend on that. You no, no just... shit. It's not real sometimes, especially for like guys like you me you who that. aren't fucking ugly as shit. But we don't have that high financial status or fame. You can still get it. Kind of weird when a girl's like, "You're really cute and sexy." I'm like, "Are you ugly?" I'm like, "Are you ugly?" <laughs> but she's not. It's like weird. Wait. Well, I know I'm sexy. I'm. I've never said I'm an ugly fuck, but. I know it's interesting though, but like it's just weird how that happens sometimes. Like a normal girl says that and compliments you. Yeah. I feel like normal girls don't usually compliment. Well, hot girls and stuff. I think hot girl. I think smoke show girls compliment because it's just like they're really they yeah. want the compliment back. I feel like they just ask to hang out. Yeah, but it's just like, dude, when you're on when you're just on that n- whole new level where you're just a freaking smoke. It's just like the shit that happens to you on a day in day basis. It's like, hey, I could throw that guy a bone and, and no, give him a compliment nah. or that girl because it's like I got everything. I got everything I want. Did dude. We- I ain't getting fucking speeding tickets. I'm getting free drinks at the bar. <laughs> I'm fucking. I can fuck any guy I want. Like you know what I mean? Did we talk about it with Locker though? I feel as if no, with Chanel. I feel like it, a hot girl wants a guy. She's attracted to everything but looks. She's attracted to everything but looks because she's so used to being getting attracted for because of her looks. So she's looking at personality and other factors and like social symbols and yeah. everything else. She doesn't care just about looks of a guy. Yeah. 
Maybe she probably has to be at least different, somewhat like, attracted to them. But like, yeah, yeah, you have to like their ass and stuff. Dude, I know attractive girls with guys who like. It's like they'll they'll compliment a guy and say I like this or that about them. But then you look at their boyfriend and they don't have that. Oh, I think so. It looks like it's being born. <laughs> Did you hear what I said? Yeah. Are those those look like freaking? Oh, what, <laughs> what, oh my god! What kind of hands are those? <laughs> you had the bone plugged in? Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you go? To? Right? I went to a shitty local bar. But did you hear what I said, dude? Um, girls, dude, girls. I see gir- hot girls will give compliments to, or compliment on a guy something that a guy has, and then you look at that girl's boyfriend, and they don't have that. Dude, that's like an, that's a mind blower, don't you think? It's like a, a hot girl goes, "Hey, I like um." Uh, you know, I like your style, whatever. And then you look at her boyfriend, and he's wearing t-shirts and a je- and jeans. Maybe she wants that out of a guy. And she's looking. It's like a, a subtitled this. Yeah, but I think when you're if if she's wrapped into a deep enough relationship, she's just like settling for it. Because I know it. you, it's not fair. She likes I the think person. I'm fairly good at finding people's insecurities. You could see it in them, and they they, they look for it in other people. Yeah. Yeah. So my point is, I feel like people who experience certain things. They look for that. They they look for like what's missing or what their insecurities are on someone else, and they they portray it and they like bring it to you. N- no. uh, Nipsey Hussle said, "Success is to live your dream, do what you love, and be able to live off of it." That's everyone knows that. R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle, you Repeat. dip shit, fucking asshole. I'm the one who brought it up. I'm the one who Instagrammed it first. So Listen, scum. I'm, I'm not the hottest even comedian in New Jersey who yeah. has never done stand-up comedy. Yeah. I won't fuck or your bitch. It but once, but it was a motivational. Speech. I won't fuck your bitch, but I will still fuck a fleshlight. Loser. I'm the Sweens, baby. Anything else? Yeah, I'm the Sweens. Bro talk or current events? No. Do, we, uh, we never. What about the meaning it? meaning of Cave of Basement? And uh, another time. I don't even know. Like really. I remember when I first like the probably within the first week I met you and interested and you told me what it was what the what the podcast was. You explained the meaning to me. Cave of Basement is like hip hop comedy, um, entertainment, trending topics, and everything like that. But and interviews and stuff. Yeah, but the origin of the name Cave of Basement. Uh, I used to have like parties back in the day in high school, and like the basement was the place to be. It was like the spot to be, and like my actual basement. And then also, like uh, being humble, keep it basement and rap. It's like the because it's low down. It's the like... most organic raw form, and you create the most when you're in the basement. Like you're mixing up the medicine in the basement, or you're like the studio in a basement. Like Biggie made songs in a basement, Brooklyn basement, and like every great rapper has started in a basement. They say, and like inter- and, like even entertainer in like Wayne's World, the show was in the basement. So I was True. like thinking of everything I have in common with people I inspired by, like, you know, like Biggie, Wayne's World, like even like comedy, even like hip hop, but it was more a hip hop thing. Like Kanye has that line, but I had the idea before the line. We still, we in the building, but we still keep it basement. Mm -hmm. It's just like an origin of being organic and raw and like starting, uh, creating something from the ground up. Like, so being humble, like even when you make it, you keep it basement. So even if no matter how successful you are, like you're always gonna keep it basement and just have that mentality, but at the same time you gotta evolve. But you mm-hmm. still keep that core of who you are, I guess. You know. Yeah. And um, yeah, because I was not a fan of the title when I first. Why not? You thought it was because literally a I podcast just, in the basement. I never promoted my basement at first. I did a radio show. I just called it "Keep It Basement." And everyone used to always say, "Keep it." What's Sweeney doing? He's keeping a basement. Like he's not going out. No, but it flows. Oh, like in the basement. It flows when you put podcasts like "Keep It Basement" podcast. Like it flows. It's like it's and just it was a joke like, too because like because people were just like. Uh, yeah, where's Sweeney? He's in the basement. He's in the cellar. He's a cellar dweller. <laughs> so, like, keep it basement or was kind of my, like, hood term, like, my, my rap funny term. Right. 
Yeah, no, I was just getting, since I was basically a newcomer add-on after your co-host left, and people would bag. just ask me, like, what is... Um, a shitbag, too. There's, like, fucking, like, ten meetings, dude. That's why I like it. Because they asked like, me that early radio, in basement, and, and I was, started, like, like... in a basement, that's where you started doing entertainment and stuff. I was, so like, it makes sense. It's really not that, like, there's nothing And I wanted, it. uh, it's profound. Fuck you. Well, when you're a cellar dweller like you, you think everything is profound. It was like I wanted to interview people too, and I thought it'd be interesting. Shout interview. out to the '96 Yankees. It was. I remember Vinny had that show, like um, Vinny, huh? like Vinny from Jersey Shore. He would interview people at his house and whatever. But I always wanted like that couch, like interviewing someone on a basement couch. We know then, like, you wanted the, to have a casting couch and be a point. No, and they wanted to come over like for Sunday dinner and stuff, and it was just like keep a basement. So it's just like a funny look at the script. Title. Sunday dinner. It's super common in the Italian households. For all you listeners, if we have any Italian listeners, please uh, DM us an Italian emoji flag. But um, yeah, it's a good title. It's not bad, right? No, if I if it was our, my if I was here for the original title of the podcast, I probably would have voted for T Sizzle and the boys. But it's terrible. <laughs> uh, how about the Sweens and T Sizzle? How about Alex Nicholas? The Sweens and T Sizzle. Primarily, what was it? House parties back in the day, like the place to be. Also, people, I would always be here. They know where to find me, so they would say that. And then also, for hip-hop, it's like organic, raw, unfiltered. It's where you first create your content, you know, in the basement. You never made music, though, right? You would just be, like, a personality and radio person. You never rapped, right? Yeah. You did or you didn't? No, I never rapped. I was just, like, documenting the news and stuff and interviewing people I liked and was inspired by. And then I had a blog. It was Keep It Basement. And I just, like, thought of that name... It's kind of like when you think of a name, you're like, ah, fuck, I should change it. It's not that good, but you've gone too far with yeah. it. Where you're like, ah, let's leave it. Fuck it. Well, it comes to... up now on Google Images for everything. So really, it does. It's a, it's a, if it's one word. That's the weird thing. We have it as one word everywhere, but like when you see the logo, it's still three separate words. Oh, we got Cube Basement T-shirts on the way. Even if Sweeney doesn't like Cube, them, yeah, but, but like, I think the design's sick. So now Cube Basement, people think it's because of the podcast in the basement, but it's like way before that. My all my radio shows are called Cube Basement. Um, not the Kanye lyric, but it, the, the same meaning. Like you just keep it organic, keep it in the basement, um, starting out. Um, it's kind of just like being like uh, even if you're experienced, you're still a beginner in a way. You know, you're always yeah. le- learning. Yeah. You're in the basement. Um. All right, let's sign off for some time. And uh, yeah, keep it basement. All right, we're gonna get some, <laughs> we got some merch coming. We got um, keep it basement stickers and t-shirts are coming. Uh, we got some musicians coming up, uh, our DJs, producers next week, and then some comedians down the line. Some other people. We got some stuff going on. Uh, follow Hey Locker. Um, so thank you. I'll be at the Stress Factory April twenty third. And um, again, yeah, if if you if you ever want to, you know. Come on the podcast in the future, please message us. Let us know who you are, if we know you, what Great, you do, and, and everything like that. Yeah, that. I doubt it. Um, but uh, thank you guys for listening. Oh, and get out of the way. Get the fuck out of the way. I'm not 40. Right, so Fifty selfies before she came up with that one. I signed off in the last night. If you look at on, if you don't look at on social media, you're not good. Then right. I don't believe it. I think it sucks. I like real media. That's old school mentality, though. You can't blame. Seeing the girl. You know. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Stealth Mode Motorsports, sir. It's a fucking read-through. What am I supposed to be? Act interested. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Stealth Mode Motorsports. Yeah. Stealth Mode Motorsports serves worldwide motorcycle enthusiasts, racers, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and custom builders with the highest quality. quality OEM parts for Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, Kawasaki, and Ducati, Supersport motorcycle models. We buy and sell used motorcycles as well. 
Based out of Charlotte, North Carolina, StealthModeBikes.com. Also on Facebook and Instagram at StealthModeMotorsports. Need an engine for a car? We supply engines to race teams all over the world. Lay your bike down and don't want to pay dealer pricing? Contact us for a fraction of dealer prices. Specializing in Yamaha R1 and R6, GSXR 650,000, ZX6R, ZX10R, and CBR1000RR late model years. All current inventory can be found on our eBay store at ebay.com slash str slash stealth mode motorsports. Check them out. What do you want to do? You want to go to the Shipbag Comedy Show and then maybe try to roll through stress? Guys, follow your dreams and listen to Keep It Based and rate, subscribe. Thanks, hey, guys. Peace. Just masturbate if all else fails. Peace. Exactly. Top of California. If you don't like it, fuck it. You get on a plane, fly home. That's it. Take a chance. Four minutes at the at the, at the, at the, at the comedy club in New Brunswick. Four minutes. Might turn into a, a spot on a Jimmy Kimball Tonight Show. You never know. You got to try it. You just can't stay on a safe route because then you're going to end up being kind of bitter when you get older. That you didn't take no chances. That's it.